Good evening, good evening, everyone. Hope everyone is well. Welcome to the Stoppage Time Penalty Show with myself. And to my right is the founder of Independent FC, Coach Barry. How you doing, sir? Oh, good evening to Bruce. To... Good evening, everyone listening. <laughs> yeah, uh, good evening to Jack, uh, a long-time listener uh, as well. So, literally, thank you, thank you. Again, thank you, thank you guys for watching. My name is Tabrice, as I said before, one of the best grassroots defenders you will ever see. I think I've got a refrain by saying the best. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, um, every, you know, every single day, I just feel that my powers are just, are just seeping away. So, you know, you know, I can't really say that I'm the best, but you know, I am kind of one of like the best anyway. So that's kind of all I'm, you know, going to say. Uh, and again, please go and uh, sub subscribe to the channel. Go, go and follow Independent. Um, Coach Barry, do you want to quickly talk about um, Independent F um, FC? What, what, what happened at the weekend? Um, just just in general, in terms of um, what Independent um, stands for and, um, you know, just um, something um, about the club. Well, club Independent, Independent came out of Accra, Accra Football Club from Brixton, which was started in 1983 by Derek Accra. I was one of the founding members of Derek Accra. Um, I was there for five years building the club up. We had a great reputation. Uh, many players from Accra went on to be professional footballers and semi-professional footballers. And then I went my separate ways and started independent football club. Um, I started with one team. And to just quickly fast forward, we've built up now. We've got five youth teams. We've got one vets team and one open age team. Um, we've got our own ground at home, which is Norbury, which is the Nuffield Health Centre in Norbury, where we have all our home matches. We have a community there on a Sunday where we coach kids for free and all the Nuffield members' children for free also. Um, that's really it. The main thing, what we do with the youngsters, we're mainly a development club with the youngsters, so we work with a lot of the professional clubs around. So... Our main aim is when we reach a boy, reaches a certain stage, we've coached him to a certain level, we push him up into a professional club or a semi-professional club so he can continue to, he can continue his career. And if he doesn't make it, he's always welcome back when we keep training and pushing him again and again. But we're very much a family club, so we don't just work with the child, we work with the boy, his family, and a lot of the times we also work, we've got connections with his school as well. So we're, we're more like family, education, community. We work in all those fields as well. Oh, amazing, amazing, amazing. And, you know, again, please go and like, subscribe, follow the independent Instagram page. So today's show, today's show, um, it could be a marathon. It could be a marathon, guys, just to let you guys know. Uh, so uh, first of all, um, we have Sean Marie. Hopefully, I've got the pronunciation right. Uh, she's a part of the management team at The Wall. And The Wall, you know, let me not say too much. Because again, you know, you know, I think Sean can actually probably explain it a lot more in terms of what, um, you know, The Wall represents and actually what they do. And then at half eight, we have the first segment of, of the Vet Show. Uh, and then we've got Dean... Thomas from West London Vets, and we have someone from, um, oh gosh, uh, the name has, 
the name has gone from me. Um, um, Aztec, sorry, Aztec, that are going to be on the show. And then at nine o'clock, we have Michael Jubri um, that we're coming on. And then from there, we'll be talking about probably something that's been kind of spoken about a few times. Um, and let me just kind of try and put up the but image right now, da, 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 da. The, the kind of charcoal independent game that got postponed. We'll be kind of talking about that later on in the show, probably around quarter to 10. And then hopefully if we've got time, we have a special guest coming on. Anyway, enough about that. Um, let me go straight into um, our kind of first guest. And uh, before I... I bring her onto the onto the show. Um, I just want to show you guys um, a quick little clip in terms of what uh, Sean is all about. What I don't actually like doing is I don't like saying you did this, you did that, you did this, you did this. Because at the end of the day, we have to stick by each other when we lose. We have to stick by each other when we win. However, there's a big lack of accountability, a big lack of it. Yeah, well, I did make five mistakes, but actually I've done seven good things. But those five mistakes could have really fucked that game. Now, I'm listening to some of the stuff that's being said, and I'm thinking in a nice way possible, you lot are chatting. Because actually, you don't know much. I know as a player, when I go to my FA Cup game tonight, I'm no longer a coach and I'm a player and I'm there to listen. I've never seen such a poor performance from you lot, ever. I'm not going to lie, that was embarrassing and they're not a good football inside and we got absolutely moved to. All, the only thing I can say is you've got to learn from this one. My concern now is there's going to be little whispers between players, oh well I think that we should have done this and I think that we should have done that. No, for once, you're actually just going to have to admit I was wrong today. Now, when we spoke about mentality in the second half, who have we got next week? Lambeth. None of these games are easy. You don't get a breather. You don't get to think, oh yeah, let me sulk for six days you ain't got time we've got Lambeth next week who are gonna turn up so are we gonna turn up or not yeah that's yeah. the question are we gonna turn up or not yeah. we know on the way back we're gonna have to problem solve and we're gonna have to think we can't allow that to happen next week 4-0 since I've been here we've never lost 4-0 ever ever we've never had a 4-0 gap I'm not even blaming goalkeeper mistakes really and truly there's 10 man in front of those goalkeepers you know yeah. and unfortunately for keepers you make a mistake and it, and it, and it costs goals and the players outfield don't get that kind of don't get that kind of grief Actually, you lot need to hold the grief today. And none of you lot was going to go in goal. When Ted was hurt, none of you lot was going to go in goal. Said he stepped up, bruv. Sean. (laughs) 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 Fire. That was fire. That was was fire. How how you doing? (laughs) I'm good. Um, I've even lost my voice from today's game. Okay, okay. um, But yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Yes, yes. Um, I, you know, I am well. And again, thank you. Thank you for kind of coming on. Uh, and um, wow. I mean, again, you know, um, so, so like we kind of met last year at the final at the London Cup, you was doing some presenting. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, I've always heard of your name and I've kind of always seen you on Twitter because like you're very active on Twitter. Uh, mm. And um, again, you know, um. I don't want to talk too much because, of course, like this is literally um, all about you. But the moment I started watching the wall, because, like, you know, I'm a I'm a kind of new member of the wall still, and I'm like, oh, it's good to know. <laughs> you know, what's this team about? And and then literally, I saw you, and you know, again, like your kind of your kind of hunger, your desire, and your passion. Um, I'm telling you, it's it's um, second to none. So again, thank you, thank you for like coming on. Thank um, you. Thank please, 
please introduce yourself to like everyone and and let you kind of uh, talk away, talk away. Um, I'm Sean. I think that video was enough of an intro, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm. Um, what am I doing at the moment? I am uh, academy manager at Millwall for the girls. So I oversee the 14s, 16s, and 18s, um, and coaching at the wall. And I'm a um, head of youth engagement at a youth charity full time. That's my full time job. Mm. And That's also, me. yeah, no, no, you know, I, I think, I think you, you're being a little bit modest than you know the, <laughs> you know, the is it is, is it the Ugo Ekiog one to watch? You know, you kind of missed that out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I got nominated for a ones to watch football blacklist um, award. Yeah, so that was good. That was good. Yeah, amazing, 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 and you know, and again, like, thank you again for like coming on. Um, so, so like that, like game uh, that I that I kind of put on to the to the channel. That was a game against Albion, I believe. Highgate Albion, yeah. Highgate, um, and and that was a rude awakening for for um your like guys. And uh, how like do the guys react to you when you know when you're so just so straight honest? Um in like that I mean do you, do you do you kind of get any pushback to my face no <laughs> I don't know what goes on behind my back but <laughs> to my face no I don't um I get this question a lot you know and I don't I, I don't actually know how I don't get any pushback um if I do it tends to be a um Sean can I talk to you or Sean can I have a word it's not um I have, I have actually, you know what? No, I'm lying. I have had it once or twice. I have had once or twice players, um, say, arguing back with me. Um, it happened once at the beginning of, like, in pre-season, um, but that did not go well. <laughs> so so that was, that was, when that did happen in pre-season, I was literally like, shut up and listen to what I'm saying to you. Um, so I think most of the time, the truth is, is that one, the players know I care. I care a lot. Um, and not only that, but, you know, I even said it today, actually, that the way I see it is that if we're going to argue here, we're family, but we don't take it outside the house. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's all right if we're going to have it out here, but to the world, we're still family. So I will, I will defend them to everyone else, but I'll rinse you in the house, <laughs> if that makes sense. So that's, that's, that's just how I see it. So I have, I have had pushback, but not often. Um, and if I say so myself, I don't think I'm lying or I'm chatting rubbish or I'm talking out of turn. So I think for that reason, um, I think if I was talking out of turn, that's different, but what I'm saying, I feel like, <laughs> is facts. And then even when I've calmed down, I'm, I still stand by what I've said. So, yeah. it is no. what it is, really. Yeah, it is <laughs> what it is. is. Yeah. Yeah. No, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Coach Barry would love to get your question. Hello, Sean. Hi, Sean. Hi, Barry. I've had a f- I had didn't know if he's going to remember me. I'm <laughs> from reaching the higher opinion. Yeah, I'm still there now. I'm still reaching so the remember back now. in the day when we first met there? Yeah, yeah, that went an easy game. I, yeah. Remember, I met you as again at Walton and Ersham. Oh yeah, 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 we... with Troy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I know Sean's career. I've watched Sean's career just grow and grow. Sean's quality. Thank when you, I first Barry. met Sean, I saw 
running a team like under 15 and she was just bossing it and all the shouts. I said, how does this girl know football like this? I've never seen anyone football that can control the team like this. I said, just, you can always shout from a bit, you knew you was going places. You thank you, thank you. Just, just the way you had control. But the main thing, Sean, why people don't say anything to you, because they respect you. You talk sense, you're mm -hmm. honest, you're truthful, you, you do it from the heart, which most, a lot of coaches don't do it. You coach from the heart. You really love football and you really understand the game. You've been there. So when I saw you, I said, when I see you moving up, I heard you at Mill, and I goes, this girl's going to be England manager one day. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you, I've witnessed you and I've seen you grow over the years. So I know you've got that, you've got the capability to go all the way to the top. It's just, it's up to you, Sean, how far you want to go, really. Uh, really. Appreciate and, you, I don't say that to a lot of people, I'm saying that honestly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it means a lot, it means a lot. Thank you. And um, I'm, the, I'm, I'm the old man in the game. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, but coach, like you, you um seem to know everyone. You, you know, and uh, and yeah, you know. Question to you, Sean. I mean, how how far do you want to go in uh, football? Um. Well, I keep in me. I keep moving the goalposts because I wanted to. Um, the dream was always like a, um, like an either an under 18s like youth manager in the pro game, um, but then. I've always thought about having a being a part of a coaching team in a men's game, um, and I I never really thought about being a manager, um, but I wouldn't I would I would quite like to be part of a coaching team. I experienced yeah. that at a men's semi pro men's team, me and a and a coaching team done it, um, and I enjoyed it. I loved it, so I would I would consider doing that. But then now being academy manager for the girls, which I didn't see coming. Um, so when that got landed on my lap, I thought, would I do that? <laughs> um, but just further up the chain. So I think I've got a few, you know, goals that I would like to achieve. But as I as I keep putting my hands in different pots and different opportunities keep coming my way, that goal keeps changing. Um, so it's difficult for me to pinpoint it because I've I'm I'm just enjoying the experience. So I think it's just more like wherever it takes me. It takes me. I just hope it takes me somewhere. Mm. You know what I find interesting? <laughs> what I find interesting is that Sean's been offered the women's football job. But Sean, you're better than most of the majority, loads of the men's coaches out there. It's funny how they've pushed you into that direction with women when you're good enough to be coaching a men's academy team or an under-18 boys' academy team. So it's yeah, funny how they've pushed you. That, don't, don't, don't let them push you in that direction. I know some men go, go into their women's football and academy to jump up the ladder and then go back mm. into the men's, which I think mm. is unfair. It's like disrespectful to women's football. So I yeah. hope they don't push you around like that and you can more have well, a direction with your career. Do you understand? That, that does happen. No, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. I know exactly what yeah. you mean. Because yeah. the, the thing is, is that um, in my opinion, because I've coached both girls and boys yeah. um, and men, is yeah. that um, <clears throat> women or females are easy to coach and hard to manage. Mm. Boys and men are hard to coach and easy to manage. Mm. So I think that the, the difficulty is, is that men find women hard to manage. So they think, let me stick a woman in there. Yeah. Right. To be able to manage it. It doesn't matter whether you're female or male, it's still hard to manage. Mm. And especially 
me as Sean, as an individual, I still find it hard to manage because the way I was raised, I was raised as a tough, get up and go female. I wasn't, I wasn't timid. I wasn't, I wasn't raised in a very emotional environment as such. My mum raised tough, tough females. Um, yeah. You know, if you fall over, you get back up. I was almost raised like how boys are raised. Um, all my cousins are boys. My first friend was a boy. So it was like everything, the way I was raised wasn't, wasn't, I didn't have that emotional side to me. So I also find it hard to manage the emotional side of a women's game. I understand it as a woman, but it doesn't make it any easier for me to manage. But men think, oh, that's long. Let me just get a woman in there because it will be yeah. easier. Plus the, the things that come in women's football, you get, you know, um, dealing with women's, just general feminine issues, whether it be periods, that kind of stuff. Men are like, oh, louder. Let me just, <laughs> let me just stick a woman in there because I don't want to know. Mm. Now, the way I see it is that I am not going to solve your problem by sticking a woman in there. You need to understand how women work. Don't put me in there. I'm just a plaster. I'm not going to solve your issue. And my yeah. interest is in boys and men. So I'm not here for you to fit your agenda. <laughs> I, I want to I wanna coach boys. I want to coach men. Plus, yeah. you know, as the years have gone by, um, Barry, at Reaching Higher, we're talking four year, four or five years ago. That yeah, was. four or five years ago. So, I mean, ago, yeah. now, now I see it. The way I see where I'm going now is that I, I kind of understand I've got a big weight on my shoulders here that if I do break into the into the a pro boys game on a men's game I yeah. open up a lot of doors for a lot of other women behind me yeah. And, yeah. and at the end of the day um, I've got bigger I've got bigger doors to break down not that I'm saying that the women's football isn't, uh, isn't a door to break down but it's, it, I w as a woman you're expected to go into the women's game so I'm kind of trying to do what's not expected and there's been other women I know Mary Phillips um, mm. manages at Peckham Town yeah. mm -hmm. um, so I know that she she's probably trying to do the same thing or not I mean I've never met her but she's in the, she's in the men's game too and I imagine how hard it is for her mm. um, so and it's going to be hard for me too but mm. I'm not yeah Barry you're right I'm not letting anybody put me in a box that's, yeah, <laughs> that's don't not really no. for me and yeah. don't open the door kick them doors down so um, we've had a few comments already I've probably put, put this one on on screen can we can I please get her down to independent because certain man need to get that bad up and then, <laughs> and, then uh, and then literally someone someone from like the same team said yes you're not shot listen shot we need you down at independent you know because some of the guys jeez jeez but I mean again it's you know you know I, I think you, you guys have kind of spoken about it you know it's kind of almost like that well it used to be that elephant in the room it's like oh because you know, you're a female. You can't manage a, like you know, like a like a like a man's team and, and like whatnot. And do, do you feel that, especially at at the beginning? Well, actually, well, even now, do you like still feel that you know you like like you've um, still got to over deliver and over perform than kind of some of your your other male counterparts that may not have the same amount of knowledge as you? Yeah, hundred percent. I think that. <laughs> it like me the um I've got all the odds against me female young under 30 uh, just about under 30 but anyway yeah <laughs> female under 30 and and mixed race black ethnic minority basically it's it all the all the odds are against you so I feel like when I do go into men's environments in particular um and I'll tell other women this um that I do speak to 
unfortunately, it doesn't. It shouldn't be like this, but it, we've got no room for mistake because they're they're waiting as a female for you to trip up. They're everybody's well, not everyone, but a lot of people are waiting for you to say something stupid so that they can say this is why we don't have women in our game. So you have no room for mistake. It's no different. It's no different to being a male black coach or a male black manager trying to break into the game. You feel like you have to overcompensate. You haven't got any room for mistake. You have to do everything above and beyond what's expected of you. You could have 10 years of experience and the badges coming at your backside, but because you're black, the doors are shut. So it's, 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 it's no different. So imagine I've got that struggle as well and being female. It's like a, it's like a double whammy. So yeah, you feel like you've got no room for mistake. You can't, yeah, you can't say anything out of line. You can't say anything stupid. Sometimes even when I stutter, I think, Sean, don't do that. <laughs> because <laughs> they're going to feel like you're not delivering confidently enough. So, yeah, it's, it's tough. But you got to know you got to know the devil at your door at the end of the day. Mm. So you have to know what's, what you're walking into if you're going to do it. Mm. I'd say, Sean, I'd say don't, don't put those pressures on you. Just don't put them on yourself and don't question yourself. You're, you're such a good coach. Your proof is in your work. I've watched, I, I follow the wall as well, and I've watched the way that team grow. You beat my godson's team, which is Lambeth. I weren't happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was personal, though. That was personal. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know if you know Kadeem. Kadeem and them. Oh. Nah, don't think oh, so. They play, for, they play for Lambeth. But just the okay. way you, you constructed it, the way it was planned out, the way you, you knew all about the way they played, the way you, you, you won that game, the preparation was, was, was brilliant, the way you, you went up against them. And I said, that is Sean again. That is Sean again. <laughs> so you've got nothing to worry about. You're, you're a great coach. You know? I just think no one can't stop you once they see the quality of your work. No one can stop what you're doing. If they do stop you, everyone will see it. Why is she being blocked? Everybody, And that's what happens sometimes. You can get blocked. But every with you being a woman, Everybody will see why, because you're such a good coach. Everybody will stand out. Why isn't she there? She's better than, no matter if it's a man, everyone will see you're a better coach than you. Mm, no, I appreciate it. it. No, seriously, it happens in all, all coaching, good coaches when they get held back. If you've seen it, everybody can see it when a good coach is being held back to someone else. Maybe it's nepotism and stuff like that. Why the other coach is being held back, they're pushing their friend through or someone who they like through. Or is an extra mm. being pushed through, which you're going to see a lot in the field you're in. Yeah, 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 yeah 100%. 100%. You, can, you, can, you see it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you see it, you see it subtly. When, when I was at Wharton, it was, it, yeah. was, it was similar there. It was, I was appointed as the under-18s manager, yeah. but, but I had people above me that would call me oh, no, Sean, why are you playing that person? Why don't you play that person? Why don't you play oh. this formation? And, and the thing is, is that I'm, like, the way the way I've I've stepped into my footballing journey is mm. I have got nothing to lose. I've got nothing to lose. So I might as well just say what I have to say. So yeah. if yeah. I feel like, if 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 I'm going to get blocked like that or pushed like that in those, in those kind of environments, I know when I was mm. at Wharton, I was saying to said people, <laughs> I'm saying to them, if you want to, do you want to come and do this job then? Because as you don't trust me, <laughs> Do you know I mean, as you think that yeah. I should play this person or play that formation, I'll step out of the dugout and you come then. 
Quality, quality. Because yeah. I've, I've, otherwise, what was the point of giving me the job if, you yeah. just, if that's what you're going to do? So you might as well, I might as well go home and you can come in the dugout and select mm. players and talk to this person and let them tell you that they're injured and they're not coming because of this. I, I, I don't have to be here. <laughs> I can, I can yeah. leave. So to breathe. And I, that's what I love about Shardin. She's just real. She's real. Listen, always, I mean, she's you always know, herself. You're always I mean, yourself. Yeah. Never lose that yeah. identity. Yeah. Never lose that identity. You're you. It's so true. Don't, I mean, don't let people try and change who you are. You're you. And you know, I mean, uh, you know, I. It was funny because because uh, I spoke to Sean probably a couple of weeks ago, and um, you know, you know, and again, you know, I kind of said that I'm a you know I'm a supporter of the war. And literally, what I love about it is that Sean's there with a hot chocolate there, and she's got, a cup. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's just. Bam! One, two, three, four, five. You're not doing this. Your shit. Well, not your shit. But then it's honestly like, and literally, I don't know in terms of the dynamics of um of the wall, but like it just feels like you guys train every day. You know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of got a feeling <laughs> we that don't, you guys train every day. Yeah, I mean, we don't how, train every day. Uh, 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 but like, how how is that kind of um that kind of wall? family i mean literally what's the dynamics of the whole team well i mean they they were formed before me before mm. i came along um and they were doing all right they was in the the premier division of where they are now mm. um and then i came through about halfway through the season and i got i i got brought in because there was a guy that was playing there that was on my level two course and he knew mm. that i was working the men's game at the time so they were looking for another coach. It was two managers. They were looking for another coach to allow them to manage. So, so um, he recommended me. Um, I spoke to the chairman on the phone and we just gelled. So I came down, um, watched a session and they were, that they were training during. It was just when we were coming up, excuse me, coming out of lockdown. And <laughs> what's so funny is that I came into the session so timid, like, that I didn't really want to step on no toes. I was just kind of watching from afar. Um, and Sace, which nearly everyone knows, um, Sace came to me and said, um, he asked me some question, like, what do I think about possession-based football or something like that? It was some tests, I don't know. So what do you think about possession-based football? And my answer was, um, I understand the composure of keeping the ball, but I don't like possession for possession's sake. So I think it needs to be a purpose behind the position and it still needs to be a level of direction. Um, and then Sace was like, right, that's it, you're in. <laughs> so, so he come in and then and then Sace and Leon became like, almost instantly became like big brothers to me. So it was like, right, okay, yep, Sean, we trust you, we're in, we're going to put you over our shoulder. And then me, Sace and Leon just became like a trio. And there was no question of my knowledge. There was no question of my gender. There was no question of my coaching ability. It was just, do you know what? Come, you're in, you're in with us now. And that was it. And then from then, um, you know, I was taking little team talks and then it became like, the players became like my kids. It's like they would come to me for like, Sean, uh, what do I do now? Uh, we need we need knowledge. Can you help us at half time? Yeah. So they just and that, and that was it. And then um, it that the the family feel was there, and I just made it clear to them that you know, cool. I'm here to give you information. I'm here to coach. As long as you trust me, I will have your back. 100%. And when we lose, I'm going to feel that loss with you. And when we win, I'm going to feel that win with you. And regardless of 
I might call you out at half time, but at the end of the game, I still love you. Do you know what I mean? I still, I still love you. I've still got time for you. You can still call me after the game. Um, you know, I've had there's been players that, like I said, in pre-season, we had a game where um, me and a player were going back and forth, literally like at each other. Um, and I, and I said to him, just trust me, just trust me. And if and if you go out and you do what I've asked you to do, and it's wrong, it's on me. I will take accountability for that. It's not on you. It's on me. And it's my fault. And I can say, do you know what? I told you to do something and I was wrong. And I will hold my hands up. At the end of the game, I was right. And he came to me. <laughs> he came to me after and apologised. And I said, no, there's no hard feelings. Whatever happened and we spoke about it, it's done. We don't talk about it now. Game's done. We won the game. I don't care anymore. That's it. So we And then we just go again to the next game. So I, I suppose that's just the general dynamic. I mean, I know this last week we, we won 3-2, but played so badly. Um, and that's the that's the standard that we hold at the wall, is that it's not about if we win, it's how we win. And they played terribly and they know they did. And they had a they had a players meeting in the week away from us. The coach and the coach and the managers weren't in the call. They had their own players meeting and then we played Essie Dons today. We lost, but but we performed so well. Yeah. So for that reason, we'll stick together. And then I know like now the managers are in the group chat now as we speak. We're going to group up and think, right, what did we do wrong? And you have to, we'll look inwardly first. Yeah. And I think that allows the level of family feel because we know that as managers, we're not going to think, oh, it's the player's fault. It's their fault. It's us too. And we're in this together. Yeah. And I suppose that's just like the the dynamic of the wall to answer your question a bit long-winded but no I, no I love that and and um before you 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 leave us i've got two more questions um of course you know where can people find you on 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 like socials and also as well when when are we going to see you managing a premiership team <laughs> um, in terms of where you can find me my twitter name is sean's room um and my Instagram name is Sean Marie 93, but I might put that as private. I'm not sure. So you better all <laughs> stick into Twitter. Um and oh premiership. I got a I got a long way to go. I still need to get my B license, um, my level two because of COVID got delayed, so I only got signed off in the middle of the year. Um, so I need to get on my B license and then then I'll think about premiership. But for now, I need to focus on getting the B license first. Yeah. Love that, love that. Um, Colt, um, Coach Barry, um, anything else uh, to say? No, Sean, just keep going. Mm. Like I keep Thank saying, you. you can go far as you want to go. It's up to you, yeah? I appreciate what it. you believe in, it's definitely. Love the energy from the wall, love your yeah. videos, keep it up. Guys, just keep pushing, man. Yeah, definitely. Pushing. Guys, uh, people out there, if like, if like you guys are on YouTube and whatnot, go and follow the wall. Just type in the wall. Like the yeah. intro is just... Like the intro in itself is like, oh, yeah. <laughs> what is this about? Okay, and, no, and good, man. Gonna, you know, honestly, like I love it's it. Good viewing, very good viewing, man. Yeah, no, I mean, we appreciate it. Sean, the, Sean, some of the players are very, like, good quality, very good quality players. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are they? Some of them semi pros or something? Do you know what they're not? They're not. None of them. Lot, no, no, no. Really? They some of them, some of them, a lot. Well, um, about I'd probably say about half of them were. Um, okay, yeah. But mo a lot of the players are don't play Saturdays because of the politics. So they just want to enjoy. So okay, they play yeah. Sundays. Yeah, so yeah. so we don't really have the problem of a lot of these Sunday teams 
um, their Saturday teams are telling them they're not allowed to play Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but we don't really have that problem because a lot of our players are players that don't want to play Saturdays because the politics is long or the money's yeah. not worth it or their family men. So yeah. they just want to chill with yeah, their family. Yeah, they want to work, chill with the kids. So they'll come and play with us. A few of them have played semi-pro um, or like maybe three or four still play Saturdays. But yeah. most of it are most of them are players that they can't bother with the politics. So they just want to enjoy on a Sunday. But they're good quality players, though. Very yeah, good absolutely. quality players. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they are. Thank you. Thank you so much for like coming on and like spending, you know, half an hour with like us. Um, and yeah, like we will connect. And again, yeah, we definitely, definitely yeah, we'll definitely need you down at Independent 100%. <laughs> Independent's now got a little place in my heart. Now I know how long it's been around for. So I might have to pop down on a Saturday morning. Are you at Nuffield still? Yeah. Where's the men's? The men's trainer. Um, yeah. So the, so we, so we train at Crystal Palace uh, and then our home games are at Cold Harbour on a Saturday. Oh, yeah. Saturday. Okay. You train in the, in the dome? Um, Outside the dome. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, if yeah. I can pull away from the academy game on a Saturday, yeah. I, might, I, might turn, I might turn up. Yeah. Mm. Just, just, <laughs> just brace them. <laughs> just <laughs> them what they might get. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. No, no worries. Thank you. I'll right, see you back soon anyway. Uh, bless you. Bless you. Yeah, you too. Right. Thank you. No problem. Dean Thomas. Nana. Nana. I'm I'm really, really good. Sean, what what a coach. What a coach. He's a brilliant coach, man. Seriously. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And again, um, please. Like and subscribe to the wall. Please like and subscribe to this channel as well. Dean Thomas, the manager of West London Rams, and Nana um, Catford Wanderers. This is the Vets segment part one. How are you guys doing? Can't hear Nana. We, yeah, we can't hear Nana. Nana, and, uh, Nana. We can't hear Dino either. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Oh, I'm good. Oh, yeah. Oh, good evening, Dean. You, you look miserable. Did um, did like you guys win today? Oh, yesterday. Sorry. We won seven two in the cup. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a serious face. So I can't. <laughs> yeah. Tell him, Dean. Tell him. Tell him. Oh dear. And um, Nana, happy belated birthday. Uh. We can't, we, can't we can't hear you. We can't hear you. But anyway, Dino, let's um let's kind of go straight to you. So who who were you playing today? Um you guys won 7-2, and that was the London was it the London Cup or was that no? Yeah, it was the it was the amateur football alliance cup. Um yeah. we played West Kensington Kings. Uh yeah, we had a, a seven a seven two win. Um, I wasn't there as I've just had we've had a new baby, so I was at home. Wow. Congrats, 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 congrats. Yeah, yeah, the boys, the boys done me proud. Seven two win. Yeah. Wow. So, and again, I think, um, and again, Dino, like, like you, you've been one of like the supporters of the show. Like you've like come on numerous occasions, and you know, we have kind of always talked about the like league that independent are in charcoal. You know, to name yeah. a few. Um, do you still think that people don't put the respect on your team's name and 
and the league that you're in? No, Hello? I don't think they do. Um, listen, I, I've, I played for London South when they were Livingston and we played teams like Sporting Kits, um, who are one of the best vets teams around in Surrey. And they're, they're in our league. Um, Ascot, who we lost to recently, they're another good side. Can you hear me? Um, yes, yeah. I know. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so I think you know it's it's like every league in every area. You've got the good teams, but then then you've got the the teams that are just there for the enjoyment. But at the end of the day, you can only beat what's put in front of you. Mm. But I mean, within your division, I mean, yeah. you like then again, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys will probably win it probably more seasons from now until Kingdom Come, right? I don't know. Listen, we 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 fought that until we recently played Ascot and we lost seven two. We were missing players, but still, it's no no excuse. We you know we we took a hiding and we had to we had to deal with it. Yeah. And since then, we've come back and we we've, we've won our games and you know we've played some good opposition. Um, Will we win it? I, w- I would hope that we'd win it, but you know, we're, that's why we're in, in these cups against the other leagues. So, you know, that's that's when we can do our talking against these teams that say we're in a, in a lesser league. Mm. Nana, again, happy belated birthday! And Darren, you know, Evans has come in and said, "Is this your second birthday of the year?" <laughs> 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 Tell Thames to piss off <laughs> and leave me alone. <laughs> oh dear. So um did did uh Cap play yesterday? Uh we did, we did. Uh in the cup, we're in the semi-final now. Um we won five three. Okay. It was a steady it was a steady performance. Um we're getting there. We're getting there. And this is the League Cup? Yes. Okay. We played bowl. Oh no, no. Uh, what did we play? It'll come to me. It'll come and to me. and did you play the whole ninety? No, no. I played uh, about sixty-five, I believe. Cool. cool. We're three nil at half time. Okay. Um. Second half, I think fortieth. Uh, um, ten minutes in second half. Three-one. Uh, I came off at, um, at that point. Um, but the, there was there was enough there was enough in the squad to to see us through. And like I said before, it was slowly slowly gelling. So you know it's going to be interesting. You know, in a few months we got we yeah. got some few additions to come in the squad. So I'm very very confident that we'll do our work quietly, um, not too much talk, and come end of the season, we we'll see where we are. <laughs> I can I can I can I say though that. <laughs> Fabrice, the, the picture behind you, that tank top is a little too tight, you know. I think I look kind of handsome in this, and you know, on that picture actually. Is that is that is it only me? That's not everybody not see that the tank top he's wearing is a little too too, too tight. <laughs> yeah, but you know, no, no, why? Why are you looking at my body? Like that's you know, that's the <laughs> hell no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I but no, I mean you know again. Um, I think uh, I was even kind of talking about this at the beginning of the season. Um, and you know I think Catford are now, you know, gathering momentum. You know, and I said you know Catford would would like be a, be the dark horses of the league. 
I don't think it's going to be this like season, but again, getting to the semi final of a kind of League Cup, you know, it's kind of all about, uh, I'd say, installing confidence, isn't it? And and like now, you know, like a semi final, hey, just two two wins away for, um, from like silverware. It, like we said earlier on, it's um, you can you can clearly see the quality in the team, and like any new team with lots of new players joining. You're, you're bound to get inconsistencies. There's no doubt in my mind that we've got absolute ballers in the team. And on our day, we can mix it up with anybody in the league. Uh, but we need to do the groundwork first. We need to build the foundation, um, you know, right from the ground up, get the ship steady, and then we can push on to bigger and better things. You know, so, yeah, I'm, I look forward to, you know, the, the, the next few months ahead. Cool. And to, to, to Dino, I mean, again, you know, I'm I'm not going to, you know, yes, I am going to name drop because, you know, you know, certain players, you know, at the elite level, you know, you, you know, Jody Morris, uh, to name but, but a few, or to, you know, to, to name but one. How hard is it for you, especially with your team, with the kind of ex-pro, ex-international players as well, to kind of get that balance right of of kind of having players that have just probably played at grassroots and kind of having that, that kind of star-studded, you know, um, liquid that kind of can also seep into the players that have, that have only played at a certain grassroots level? So I, don't, I don't think it's difficult at all because the players that have played at that elite level, they've still got the competitiveness. They, they want to win. Um, and then the players that have played a lower level, no, it's still a competitive mindset. That's that's the thing about our squad. No matter who's played where, they're all competitive. They they've all got the right attitudes. They you know they all as much as enjoyment. It, it, enjoyment doesn't come in football if you're losing. So it's for us. It's all about winning. Even at our age, we still we still want to win, and that brings the enjoyment of a weekend. When we lost to Ascot, it felt like it ruined my whole weekend. And at my age, you know, I've, I've lost before, but when you lose the way that we lost, it still hurts. And, and that's what we've got throughout the squad. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. Uh, Coach, Coach Barry, would kind of look to get your questions or, or comments. Sorry to breathe, sorry, I didn't hear that. You wasn't listening, Coach. I thought Coach Barry had frozen. <laughs> I was listening. I'm listening intently, intently, intent, man. Oh boy, I'm just glad for Nana. Nana, you're starting to win now. Is your team coming together? Slowly, slowly. Um, Slow, slower than I want, but in everything, you just have to be patient. Like I said, you can't you can't put like seven new members in the squad together and expect we just hit the ground running, you know. And this is what everybody wanted to do, but we all realize now that we just need to calm down, focus, and build the foundations. And once that is done, we can move on from there. And that's exactly what you did. I, I definitely believe in the process. You know, so I'm I'm really excited to see, you know, how 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 we gel and perform in the next few months. And Lana, how are you performing? I'm okay. 
yesterday, yesterday I had a, I had a, I had a shocker. Like I couldn't even pass the ball. It was horrible conditions. Oh, was um, and I couldn't even pass the ball properly yesterday. You know, um, it was one of those days. It was one off day for me. You know, but the important thing is, um, my teammates were there to encourage and help, and we won. That's the important thing. You know, that we, we got we got through to the next round of the competition, which is important. So next week i'm raring to go and make sure that those gaps mm. those you know whether it was lack of concentration whether it was whatever it was yeah. i guarantee is not happening next week you know so i'm i'm happy um i'm playing football again and um yeah we go again next week I look you know one game at a time um i've got a quick, I'll, uh, I'll be on it and dean dean you played for livingston i did yeah Oh, what with um, Phil, GT, and, and everyone? Yeah, well, I played under Lloydy and uh, Casco, who now at London. Oh, Casco, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so I was, I was there. LSU yeah. now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember Dean playing about fifteen minutes for independent. Well, LSUB then. Yeah. You know, one game. Um. And what? Nana, what do you think? How good is Dean? I, I need to see him more. Um, <laughs> that on that in that particular game, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I've, I heard a lot about him, but in that particular game, he he didn't do himself justice, and he probably knows it. I think also because nobody has seen him before, and um, you know, he just he came and obviously the manager trusted him at the time, so he he, he put him straight into. Uh, you what know, position? Team. What position? It was forward, isn't it? Yes, I'm a striker. Yeah, it was a okay. forward. You know, um, but I think it was against Long Lane. I think. Yeah, I remember it. I remember yeah, it. Yeah, I think we yeah. lost. We, I mean, we played all the football, but we still lost. I think it was two one or one nil, something like that. A whole load of chances. I know, I know, I know. But yeah, touches, touches are brilliant. Uh, it just didn't click for him that day. But yeah. Mm. And actually, Dino, so literally. And and I think there was a question that came in. Um, are you are you still playing? And this is from Darren. Um, um, you... Every every now and again, um, I've, I've had some health issues that have kind of stopped me from playing. But I'm over them now, and I played last week for the first time. But then by the oh. end of it, I wondered why I bothered because I got headbutted in the face going up for a header. And my <laughs> 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 and I pulled my hamstrings. So. <laughs> <laughs> so by the end of it, I was wondering why why I bothered. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe it's the universe love, telling you something. Yeah, I love I love being out on the pitch. So, mm. yeah, I'm mm. but, so um, and I kind of ask all you know managers and coaches and players this. I mean, I guess it's a totally different buzz from managing to to playing. I mean, what's the kind of one thing? that you love about managing your team? For me, it's just uh, that not through the different layers of players that we have within the squad, where, no matter where they've played, just seeing the enjoyment that they get from winning um, and the effort that, just say, for instance, Jody Morris, he, he's played in the Premier League, he's, he's well known, but he'll still put in the effort. Jamie Lawrence is a machine at like 50, 51, and he's still doing box to boxes. And it's like, yeah. for me, that's, that, that shows everything about what we've got. Mm. 
cool. Uh, Nana, I think it's a question to you. Uh, predictions for next week's game against Catford against Cray Wanderers. It's going to be a tight game. Um, Cray Wanderers are, are really good. They're, they're quite an organised side. Um, but I, I, I'm confident, you know, us winning by 4-1. Okay. Okay. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, Cray Wanderers are are, are decent. I think yeah. if uh, they've got a few decent players, well, yeah. Um, I think if you guys probably have like the same, uh, I'd say, players that you had yesterday, uh, confidence is high. I can't see you guys not coming out with a victory. But again, you know, Bernie things yeah. can. Cray Wonders, um, the beginning of the, the season, I think I did the, I refereed against, I refereed for them in the friendlies. Um, and I've seen some of the players as well. So they are, they are quite an organized side. They're a really organized side. Um, so it's going to be a, a really good game. But we won nothing but three points. Like, everybody, um... I mean, you know, when, when you know, the manager puts, the details of the game for next week and and says who's available and you know it it takes up to like thursday before people say i'm in i'm out oh i'm out yeah now when the manager puts the message in within within 10 minutes you get like 14 15 man saying i'm in mm. and that's that's that it just shows one the, the growth already the determination the wanting to be uh <coughs> part of you know this, this this project. You know, so um, yeah. No, no. Can yeah. I ask now, is it possible for you guys still to get promotions? Um, it, well, it depends on 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 those the first three: uh, independent, sporting, and um, uh, I think it's black black heath. Oh no, um, I think the top two that go that go up. Yeah. Well, in my in my oh, experience, yeah, sometimes the top yeah. three have gone. Yeah, it's true. Um, but I don't see them. I don't see them losing four games. I don't see them or the top the, the them top two top three losing four games. Um, but I'm 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 concentrating, and I think you know my my, my colleagues will will, will, will uh, agree with me. We're concentrating on solidifying our position this season in this league, setting up the team, building the foundations, yeah. and then pushing off from there. I have no doubt in my mind that if we keep going the way we're going right now with the confidence so high, um, next season, I have no doubt in my mind that we, we could be in Division 1. Okay, cool. And to Dino, I mean, um, I think uh, when we kind of all sport together on the kind of manage, uh, on the manager's show, I think that was the beginning of something special regarding Vets, vets yeah. football. Yeah. Um, and how have, how have you seen Vets football change from when we first spoke to now i just i just think that it's it's got a, a lot more higher profile um social media helps um you, you you look at some of the games in division one in in your league charcoal were getting two 200 people at their games which for vets football is unbelievable some some non-league clubs don't even get 200 fans at their, at their ground so you know it's as much as people say that they talk a lot, they're raising the profile um, as well as LSU, um, the work that you do with independent and 
you know, all the all the creators that we have now within non without within grassroots is is great for the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nana, uh, same same question. What's the question again? Um, from I'd say from the beginning of the season, of, mm-hmm. you know, of the Vets League until now, have you kind of seen a uh, say like a difference in terms of um, coverage? Uh, and uh, excitement regarding vets, vets football. With, with, with people like you around, there's always bound to be excitement <laughs> in the league. Isn't it? <laughs> you, I don't know. You, you know, know I don't know. We do a lot of good I don't know even, stuff, I don't and know we also share a lot of bollocks. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, but no, but seriously, social media has uh, played a massive impact um, in building up the awareness of the vest league you know making it bigger what i would say to that though is that we all need to be respectful of each other there's there's banter and there's us lads wanting to play football and enjoy football um we don't want things to get personal at the end of the day we want football to win that's why we come out of our houses every saturday to play football exactly let's go ahead let's go ahead do the bands uh, what not it makes it interesting you know it builds the high for the games and so on and so forth but we need to be respectful and we need to be certain that we are not crossing the line uh when it comes to you know personal issues and that let's let's keep, let's keep it football let's keep it strictly football banter that's what i'll say okay cool 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 uh coach coach barry um what's oh, the... uh, being, being you're the london cup champions no that's west fulham that's west fulham are you in the London Cup team? We're not, no. What do you go in the Surrey? So we're in the Surrey County County Cup, yeah. We're in the Surrey. Do you, do you go in the Nationals as well, do you? No, we didn't this year, but I think next year we'll look to we'll look to do it. Um last year obviously didn't happen with COVID. Yeah, the COVID uh, year. And this this year we we missed the deadline for it. Mm. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll look to do it next year. You know, I was going to ask you, which, do you think the national is the hardest trophy to win? Uh, you would think so, because it's the, it should have the best Vets team across across the country. So yeah. to win that, you, you've got to beat the best. So, But then, you know, there's the Surrey Cup's competitive, the London Cup's competitive. Yeah. So the, but, yeah, the Nationals is, is the pinnacle, I would say, because that's, that's the, across the country. Are you? Did you win the Surrey last year? <coughs> Again, it, we didn't. Um, we didn't end up competing because of COVID. They, they oh, good. oh yeah. Um, so this is this is the first year. I think we've got our first game on Sunday um, against AFC Farnham, um, and then yeah. Okay. Okay. And and um, yeah, you know, I'm gonna literally ask the question and. It's not really an elephant in the room, but yeah, like it is what it is. Um, Nana, um, charcoal versus independent. If you know someone was gonna, you know, if I was gonna give you two pounds, you know, you know, like two pounds, I've literally worked tirelessly hard. Dino knows how hard I work to actually earn <laughs> to like two two quid. Who who would you put your money on, and why? Charcoal independent. So obviously, you know, I've played in independent. I know the squad. Obviously, 
Um, I've um, also refed Chaco, I think, two or three times. Um, I refed the game uh, about a month ago with LSUA, and I think I refed them against uh, Bromelians last season. On the day, on paper, Chaco are a better side. But if independent have the hunger that I know that they have, tell Paul, Paul, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to be involved in the show, show your face. If not, shut up. Um, If, if, like I said, if if, um, independent turn up with the hunger that that I know that, you know, they can sometimes have, it can go either way. If, if, the way I see the game, breaking down that game, if independent come out all guns blazing and opening up, they are going to be ripped apart by charcoal because they hold the ball very, very well. They don't rush things. They're going for every t- tackle. They're physical. They're strong uh, and direct. So the only way I see independent winning is to very solid, compact, and then turning the center backs because the strength of independent is, 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 on, is on the wings and the forward. Dash, Nino... Darren, you know that sort of thing. If you turn them, there's very few people, for example, who can who can catch up with Nino when he's running at you. So that's the only way I see independent winning. So on paper, I would say charcoal, but on the day, depending on the managerial setup, depending on the gameplay, it can go either way. Okay. Well, listen, more more importantly, we, are we ever going to find out? Oh, it, it, the game has been, it's not been cancelled, it's just been postponed. <laughs> so it's going to happen. For the second time. Right? Nobody's going to. Okay, you know what, Dino? Um, I want to ask you like the same question. Um, who who like, would you put your money on? Um, like, like Nana said, on, on a one off game, I think Independent are very capable of, of beating Charcoal. Um, but if you were to. I know a lot of the charcoal players. I know the the level that they've played at, and they're a good, organised, solid side. Um, I'd have to go. I'd have to go with charcoal. Um, but I think it. I think it would be a good competitive match. But I just think that they they would edge it. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Dino and Nana, thank you for coming on. Actually, well, um, if like you guys want to. Um, st- stay on the show. Um, I've got Michael Jubri c- coming on, so please, please feel feel welcome. Uh, we're gonna go for a quick two minute break, and once we come back, um, we will be getting Michael Jubri on the show. Let me find that advert. Okay, I got it. Two minutes, guys. Two minutes. <laughs>
Okay, welcome back, welcome back. Um, I just want to give a big shout out to Dean Thomas of West London Rams. Um, please go and follow them on Instagram. And again, um, big like shout out to to like you as um as well, Nana, um, Catford Wanderers Vets, uh Catford Wanderers as well. Thank you guys for coming on. And again, please like and subscribe to the uh, amateur football channel. This is where I talk about grassroots football, talk about football, uh, just talk about my own journey, other people's journey as well. And you know, again, this is a platform for everyone. Let me just repeat that. This is a platform for everyone. So um, our kind of next guest, the headliner, Michael Jubery. Um, again, uh, thank you for coming on. Before I um, bring him onto the show, uh, let's see if, yeah, let's see some of his highlights. I got it all wrong. I got the ratio of the video wrong. Michael Jubri, I literally cut off your name. Apologies. Not impressed. Man. Not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sitting in this green room waiting for my moment, and then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, man, just like cut me out. But it's all good. It's all good. It can only get better from here, innit? So it's, it's all good, man. It's all good. Oh, I'm only yeah. joking. Knowing to breeze, I won't count on that. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't even show my, my kids the, the intro they're like what's going on man what's going on <laughs> how are you doing sir i'm blessed bro i'm blessed nice to be here good evening everyone um yeah so it's it's, it's yeah i'm good man i'm good yeah good stuff, good stuff. I, and uh before i start i just want to say that i think you and i are cut from the same cloth Go on. And in, so, oh, what please, it is, please, <laughs> shut up to Breeze. Hold on, wait, hold on. Let me finish. Oh, my Let goodness. Me, I want to hear this. Come on, please. Every week, so, you know, like you, like, you are a wall and, like, you, like, played for Leeds United. Do you know that I was actually part of the kind of Yorkshire Amateur um, setup there? So, literally, I'm, 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 I'm literally originally from, from Leeds. I kind of used to live in Little London. Oh, see, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. So, you know, literally, like, you know, so literally, I know, like, you know, um, Gareth Grant, Grant you know, yeah, oh, see, see, you know what you know, listen, okay, you know, I'm not gonna say too much, I'm not gonna say too much, but you know, what? you and I, Mr. Jury, we we are cut from the same cloth, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, um, Ricky Kane, Aaron Lennon, um, so we, was, was you, was you, was you, you used to go to fruit covered back in the day. Oh, I see, the, see the fruit cupboard, majestics, corn exchange. Come on, look, yeah, one. yeah, yeah. The fruit cupboard was the one, though. The fruit cupboard was the one. It was the one. It's on, yeah, well, I would say majestics. You know, like you know, all of all of like the lick parties and yeah, well, yeah. Like, that was that was a, a weekend. 
the weekend, the fruit covered. When I first went up to Leeds, oh. like, where can I go? Someone said, go to fruit covered. They were banging out the tunes. It was, it was like, yeah, it was the one, boy. It was the one. Got yeah. kind of a little bit, you know, when it messy in the end because everyone was coming from everywhere at Leeds, Manchester, uh, Wakefield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. Little, it was building up in it. Do you know what I mean? And then every man was looking up at the same people as far as <laughs> like man's like testosterone, champagne going. So I didn't become a place to kind of avoid. But yeah, at the stage, um, group covered was the one. Oh dear, no, brilliant, brilliant. No, thank you so much, Michael, for, for like coming on onto the show. Um, I'd say for the two people out there that literally don't don't know your journey uh thus far, could you could you please talk, you know, talk to those people? Um, what my football journey? Um, uh, yeah, um, I'll yeah. give a little, a little I'll, I'll be as quick as I can and skim through to current day. So um born North London, Edmonton. Um Caribbean parents. Uh, my dad wasn't really a football man. My dad was a, a horse racing and, and betting man, so and cricket. Um, so the football thing come from my mum, just getting me into football because she had this kid in her house, too much energy. Um, so I went to my local boys club, Enfield Rangers, um, at nine or ten. wasn't wasn't the the most talented, but you know, it was just me getting into it. All I had was. I was the tallest, the fastest, you know, the strongest, but technically I wasn't there. So when we did training, it was on a five-a-side pitch. I was well behind. Um, so just, you know, I was just there working my way. You know, I didn't go home. My dad went, yeah, you got to do this football stuff. It wasn't that way. And, and then when Match of the Day was on, my dad was watching Kung Fu movies and there was only one TV in the house, so he controlled the TV. So <laughs> that was the way in it. Then I watch match of the day. Boy, you shouldn't even be up this time. Go to bed. So, um, so that was the thing. But yeah, I kept persevering, um, kept going. Um, so, like you know, the first year, you know, you get the trophies. You know, a most improved player. You know, going again. You know, start developing. Um, you know, all all my teammates were like you know local team. There was at Spurs, some of them. But I just kept persevering. Worked my way. Found my position as a defender. Started off up front. Put him up front. The faster one. Found my position as a defender. Got better, got better, improved. Then went to Chelsea at 12, 13 as a schoolboy. Um, again, there was the England schoolboys there. I was just the kid from North London coming and training. Had to again, had to work my way through that. Did that, um, improved. You know, all these skills that I, you know, I, I talk about now, you know, determination, always having that work ethic. Um, got my wife, my wife here, so 15. It's academy now, isn't it? But back then it was like you you left school and the aim was to get a YTS scheme, which is a government scheme, two years apprenticeship at football. So I got that at Chelsea, um, done really well. I signed pro forms after my first year. So at 17, I signed a professional form, um, took my mum and dad to Stamford Bridge. My dad was in Ken Bates' office like, oh, this is nicey. <laughs> so I mean, I actually thought I was, uh, I actually thought I was going there to get in trouble because I had... Um, a, a disciplinary like points I was going over the top and they told me um I was signing a pro which was I was getting like 250 pounds like, after leaving school but I was like boy you have to pay rent now do you know what I mean so yeah 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 so I went back home um first thing I did was buy my mum a dishwasher so I didn't have to do that you know we still had the chores to do so like yeah look mum look I bought you a dishwasher yeah, I still had to fill it up, but I wasn't. <laughs> Everyone knows about Sundays, where, and then, you know, Sunday pots and doing that. You know, the dishwasher was there. Um, 
so then yeah so uh i went on i went on loan for my first person to bournemouth um i know i made my debut in night four under glenn hoddle uh, that was in, was going to get to the cup final night night four against coventry peter and love and uh who was the other one was it dion dublin might have been peter and dion dublin um and then i went then i went on loan to bournemouth and they were in the third division then they weren't the premier league outfit or the the championship there was like second or third mel matron really enjoyed it wanted to stay there because you know you just felt loved got recalled by chelsea um i was like gutted at first like, i don't want to go back there like because you just a young lad did with all these the, the big names so then glenn oddle called me back first game back was against uh tony Ubo at leeds did well there it's like raw glenn oddle's like well done but next week's the real test so next week i'm playing against teddy sherenham chris armstrong did well there well done but next week's your real test ian wright and dennis burkamp did well there that's not bad but next week i'm saying this guy if i fail next week alan shearer les Ferdinand. so i went through all these tests and doing well and kind of like introduced myself to uh the premier league and then kind of it kicked on from there this young even though getting rave reviews doing really well um so that Chelsea doing really well. Glenn Hoddle left for England. Rude Hullet become manager. Went from teammate to a manager. Um, doing all right with Rude. Um, but he, he fancied himself playing with him and Frank Booth. So it was a bit of a battle at first until I convinced him otherwise. We got to doing well that year. I think I was 20, 21. He got sacked. Luca Viali become manager from player. We got to the League Cup final, first cup final. Um yeah. Uh, against Middlesbrough, won that. Someone, my first trophy at 21 was buzzing. Didn't even get to celebrate. No open top bus because we had the semi final, the Cup Winners' Cup, uh, the, the three days later. So there's no celebration. Straight back to work, get to the final, win the Cup Winners' Cup final against uh, FC Stuttgart. So 22 uh, League Cup winner and a uh, European Cup winner, Cup Winners' Cup. Club then, obviously, back then it was. The Champions League, the Cup Winners' Cup, and the UEFA Cup. Now it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, well, they got the three now, haven't they? Whatever they're doing, confusion. Um, so then won that. The next year, um, you know, I'm on my holidays, watching the World Cup, France win. Marcel was, was a, an idol of mine, wicked player. Summertime, they sent, they signed Marcel, who played in the Cup in the World Cup final with Frank Leboeuf because LeBlanc got so. That's my competition. So I've now got to go back in the summer and try and dislodge. Uh, the World Cup pair in centre-halves. That time we, we played Real Madrid in the Super Cup final, um, where we beat them 1-0. Um, just to say, my record is three cup finals, no goals conceded. So I'll just throw that out there for anyone like <laughs> that. Um, so um, we we beat Real Madrid in the cup final. So I'm like 20, not even turned 22, and I'm ready, winner of three massive trophies, thinking, boy, this professional life is good. I'm still grounded, but you're thinking, well, man, like, then the, the, the season comes uh, and Lucas starts Marcel and Frank LeBeouf, which to be accepted. But in the Super Cup, he played Marcel in midfield because Luca pulled me and said, like, for what you've done, I'm going to play you. Like, you're, I'm going to play Marcel in midfield, but you're going to play in defence. Um, so him and Marcel started... And it was just a battle to to get them out. I didn't think at times I didn't think it was fair because Marcel was unbelievable. But um 
Frank LeBeouf wasn't playing well at times. And I thought, just give me a chance. Me and me and uh, Marcel, like, you know, the rock and the wall, you know, make up my own name. Like, like the, the WWE, like tag team, the rock and the wall in the back, man. Come on, play us. Um, and it just, it just, you know, I was getting the, the, the appearances. And the, the, the funny thing is, like when you're a sub and, you know, someone goes down, you go out and warm up, what? He's gone down, Doob's gone what? So without foul, Frank LeBouff used to go down a lot. And it's like, dude, go and warm up. So like, oh, go and warm up. And you know, sometimes you don't want to go and warm up. You're sitting down. We just watch the game, man. I don't want. I'm not go and warm up. Then he, he, he come back in. He's up. Go sit down. He go down again. Dude, go and warm up. Sometimes I just sit out next to the ball boys. Let me just watch the game because I'm just like he's not doing anything. At least if he goes down, I'm pretend I'm doing a stretch or something. He's go down a lot. And there's one time we was at um, Highbury and uh, we was playing Arsenal when I was sub and. Um, Ian Wright was something. He's come back from injury, and I was like, "What's going on, dudes? Like, you know what? See him there. Like, when I get on, I don't like him. He must have done something to him before. You know, right? It's animated. Don't like him. You know, what when I get on? You know what? When I get on, I bet you he's gonna come off injured. My man's a pussy. I bet you. I bet you. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I reckon you're right, right. <laughs> and then like, he must have called right. Watch, watch, watch. Right, he went on the pitch about five minutes into it. There must a little barge tackle. Frank Naboof goes down injured and in fact comes off. I'm on the pitch. He's like, I told you, innit? I told you that, boy. It's soft, man. The man's soft. The man's soft. Um, so it's always going down. Um, so from the Chelsea, I wasn't playing and I wanted to play. I've always said I wanted just to, you know, it's, it could have been there and, and been on the bench, but I wanted to play. I didn't like just not having a Saturday. Um, and then the offer coming from Leeds. I love what Leeds are doing at the time from watching from afar. All young boys and like you know, young lads that they like that fire is, is more English, you know. Chelsea becoming uh more and then have up with a forum thing, but it was just it was kind of, the, the environment just wasn't what you know used to, even though there's a lot of quality people there. You know, I'm 21, I've, I've played with Rude Hullet, uh, Mark Hughes, uh, Viali, Zola, um, Brian Laudrup, uh. Glenn Hot, like all these players, like you know, these players that are named from name brand from when I'm um I'm a player. So I thought, but I need to go and play. So I went to Leeds, um, loved it. Uh there was but then I went into sort of similar situation. Lucas Radaby, South African captain, uh Jonathan Woodgate, like England youngster prospect, good player. Um there's Robert Molinar, international. Um and I went there first preseason, like was doing really well, was getting man of the match in the preseason. Um, and then start of the season, David O'Leary pulled me and said, Listen, it's been so close, I couldn't even split them. But for what they've not done for me last year, I, that's just giving the nudge. And I'm like, I couldn't complain because I've been like, you know, privy to that when I was in the, the, the Chelsea, like Luke had done the same thing. So I thought, Okay, cool, I'll just work my way. Because all I ever wanted was, as long as it's done fair. That's what I signed. As long as it's done fair, you know, I went for £4.5 million in, in 99. So, you know, it was, then it was like, you know, a, 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 a huge fee. So all I was saying, as long as it's done fair, I'm cool. I don't mind working as long as it's like, if I'm playing well, I stay in. If they're playing badly, I get a chance. That's all I wanted. Um, and it was that. So, but when they started, Lucas and, and Woody like doing unbelievably well. I mean, I didn't get like my make my debut until about five, six games in. I think I did at Spurs. 
Um, didn't make my home game debut for ages. Um, but we just signed players. Every player was like two positions deep. Then I doing, got in the team, done well, ruptured my Achilles tendon. And I'd done my Achilles tendon when I was at Chelsea, so I've done the other one. Um, and in that time, signed Rio, Dominic Matteo. So now the competition's like even bigger. Rio, England legend, Dom, uh, Scottish captain, Lucas, South African captain, Woody, England international. So I'm coming back from recovering from that and, and, and trying to fight for a place of that. And, and five into two don't go. Um, so Lucas wasn't playing at times. Woody wasn't playing at times. You know, and, and you know, it's it's in that journey. There's, you know, there's no doubt. There's the the, the court case that hindered in that as well. Uh, I'm not going to go too deep into that, but I was injured at the time, and it was a massive thing because it impacted the dressing room a little bit and impacted my relationship with the fans. So they're not seeing a lot of me playing. Remember this London boy, and the, I didn't realize till after I signed. Chelsea and Leeds have this massive hatred. Um, so they only see a little bit of me. I'm injured. I'm in a court case. Their homegrown player is in the court case as well, but my impact is going to impact him. So there's a lot going on. So uh, my career at Leeds was stop start with injury. And, you know, but in that time, I'll be honest with you, I improved as a player, training every day with that quality of players, you know, training with strikers, Robbie Fowler, Mark Viduka, Alan Smith, Harry Kuehl, Michael Bridges. Um, you know, you just, you're going to get better every day. Um, and I did. It just I wouldn't have the platform to uh, to showcase because at one stage, Dom and and Woody, Dom and Rio were like unbelievable. Dom on his left side, left footed, Rio controlling it. They were like unbelievable. I think it was at the, the the Champions League run, and I started in that Champions League run. Well, the first game we played Barcelona, we went to the new Camp and got tucked in four 0 I saw the other day. There's a there's a clip on Rivaldo, and I saw the clip where he scored, and someone played a ball into him. He went to shoot and chopped it, and he chopped me, and I was sliding. And you can see when I'm sliding and trying to grab onto the ground to stop me sliding. <laughs> I'm like even going out shot, like going out shot. I'm like, but um, we got we got a lesson. And I thought we was gonna be the group whipping boys. We have Barcelona, um, well AC Milan, and someone else. Um, I can't remember the other team. Bertha, some HBC Bertha, whatever it was. So we was like going to be the whipping boys. First time in the Champions League. Got pumped 4-0. It was like, Phew. that was the first game. New camp, big pitch. So when they're playing, pop, 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 pop. Um, Clive up front, Rivaldo in behind. Um, so the next game was AC Milan. And then I'd say like night games, playing the night game was like, I love night games. Ellen Road, Tuesday night, raining. Can tell them Italian man we're like game, what's going on in the tunnel, like cold. I remember like we're out ready, like we had no as a young team we had no fear. So a lot of us like have no fear, don't care. Like AC Milan. I always remember being in a tunnel. And my thing was like, didn't smile, I was smiling for I don't know you, even if your mate, what we're smiling for. It's work time, isn't it? It was war. So I never smile in the tunnel, standing there. I had to put my shirt on last in the tunnel, standing there, game face on, just stone face, isn't it? And I remember, like, Maldini captain, so I'm standing there. So I have to go, like, the captain, keeper, and then I have to go behind the goalkeeper, standing there, just tunnel vision, like, ready. And Maldini's turned around to his team, yeah. And he's seen me, he's gone, like, dude, you good? I said, dude, you know, not even, like, nodding, like, man, I said, dude, I'm like, 
Dooms as well. I'm like, I wrote character in it. Like, you good, yeah? You good, yeah? You good, yeah? Yeah, like that's Maldini, bro. That's my hero. Like, you good, yeah? Yeah, we'll speak after, yeah. So I remember that. Like, again, like Maldini said, dudes, walking out, yeah. Played the game. We beat um, we beat um uh one nil. Like, like that's my best game for Leeds. Like, you know, it was it was Shevchenko. The, the AC Milan Shevchenko, not Chelsea Shevchenko, let everyone know. There's two Shevchenkos, the AC Milan one. <laughs> the side, there was a long side. Uh, Beerhoff, who was, the, them two together was like yeah, yeah, deadly. Yeah. Um, and it was me and, it was me and Danny Mills centre half and everyone was, everyone was, uh, everyone was out. It was thinking, oh my God, like, oh, them two, we're going to get another 4-0 pace in. So me and Mills, he was like, hey, come on. Like, we just kept them clean sheet. Everyone was there. In the rain, no sliding, bang. We had the Leeds night kit on, drenched heavy. And then uh, bow shot, wet pitch, goalkeeper slid it and palmed it in 1-0. Um, but I think that was like my, my highlight, you know, for personal game for, for me at Leeds. Didn't quite work out how I wanted to. And with all the troubles the club had, you know, I was one of the players, high-profile ones, taking the brunt of it, you know, with the, the, the greed. And then with the court case, there was a little fraction of the, the 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 fans that just made it difficult moved on to stoke which tony pulis uh had me on loan and bought me um just rekindled my love for football again you know it was like anything like that the, the, the fans just loving me you know everyone know listen you can have a 10 out of 10 girlfriend but if she don't give you love it don't mean nothing and you go down the road and get the seven out of ten and she's like loving you she's like she's she's a queen so you just like the stoke fans just like brought me in embraced everything about me you know, I had a home again um, and I just, just got my love for the game and love for football. Stayed there for two and a bit years and then got a chance to be in the Premier League with, with Reading. Um, so I moved back home. It was really moving back home as well, near London, back with a family. Um, and then Premier League football with Reading for two years before we got relegated. Um, and then I went to Wickham with Peter Taylor. I wanted to be part of what he was building, it didn't quite work out. Um, and then I moved to Scotland, chance to go up to Scotland with Derek McInnes. I wanted to, oh, you know what, a chance to play at Rangers and Celtic and, and, and sample that. It was about moving away from home, but <clears throat> it, was, it was, wasn't it was uh, that big a, a chore. They put me up a lovely place. And I had 18 months there before I decided, you know what, come back down, Oxford with Chris Wilder, um, which I loved again. Lovely intimate club, brilliant. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's only got three stands. Like it's a weird setup. So I've got the three stands. But like lovely, lovely club, great fans, embrace me again. Um and then, then I had I had neck surgery um a year before my final contract. I had a slip disc in my neck, which meant I needed neck surgery, which scared the hell out of me. Like but I thought so if I'm gonna retire, I'm gonna retire fit and healthy. So I opted for the surgery because the whole of my Left side went numb. I couldn't even do a press up. Couldn't have a body weight. It just this whole side of the muscle just disintegrated, um, and I needed surgery. And I thought, okay. And then the man was describing. I went to see the the specialist, and he told me about what surgery's going to do. I said, okay. So he was like, you know, they're going through the front because there's no room at the back. You know, we're going to go in and we're going to take your Adam's apple, put it to the side. I went, yo, yo, what, what, what you going to, what you do with my Adam's apple? Like, and I'm like sitting there like, rah. Um, so I had the surgery, yeah, I had the surgery um, and it was just a battle to, to get myself fit so I can get on a pitch and do my own thing. And I did that, you know, got back playing, 
um, had like a season there, like the end of the season there, wasn't playing so much. And by this time, Chris Wilder brought some other defenders in. You know, personal pride, listen, I'll be honest with you. Should I have played? Yeah, right. But that's his decision. Um, and uh, played it out. And then they didn't want to renew my contract, which is fair enough. And then I was like, well, I need to, I've got football in me. I've got football in me. I want to play. And then um, I'm looking for someone. I went to Hendon uh, with Gary McCann. Um, and I never, you know what, if I'm honest, I never speak about this part of my journey. I just exclude it because I just don't like talking about him or what he, he was like. But I went to it there and it was only like, it was like six, six or seven games. I don't know what he was expecting. and But um, played there. And anyone that knows that, if you sign a player, um, if you sign a defender, you have to have the other pieces in place for him to make a massive impact. You can't sign a central defender and go, now sort out my defence and the other pieces aren't ready and you can't do nothing. You can vocally try and organise, but you can't do anything. You can sign a striker and he can make an impact because as a striker, he might get the goals. But as a defender, to make an impact that you want the defender, you have to have at least two other pieces ready for him to think. Yeah. I don't know whether he thought signing you should like show up my defense. And I was playing there, and you know, that and you know, listen, I've got mouth, someone chat to me, but I'm playing there and and I'm getting like these players going, oh mate, you're shit. Okay, like I don't know, like, yeah, okay, that's your opinion. Like, you know, like trying to give it like like, like you're gonna rattle me. But I'm like, you know, like, like, brother, I don't even know who you are and what you're saying and what you've done, but cool. I don't want to give it. The referees are being a bit funny, not giving decisions. Like, sorry if you're going, you're not in the Premier League now, mate. That's it. I'm like, I'm only calling that's a foul. That's a decision. And in the end, I'm like, the effort to reward, it was, it was, it was outweighing. It's like, this isn't, this is, this is not what I'm playing for. Fuck, I'm playing it because I love playing the game. I'm here because I want to help and improve. And um, we played the one game and, it, you know, he, uh, I remember we went far. It was like, I don't know where it was, but oh, I know the coach journey was far two hours. That's good. We were done long two hour journey, but it just seemed far. And we're sitting on a journey. So the journey was long two and a half hours. You know, we stop at the service station, everyone's getting their jeans, the pies, and all that, and getting on. So I thought it's far, right? So we go, we get back on it, we go to the, the ground, getting ready. I've got my ritual getting ready. I prepare same way I was preparing for Man United, get myself ready. And they call him Duke, man, Duke's a need to speak to you. So I'm cool. I'm thinking he's gonna like we need to man said to me, this is, this is like before Gat, I need a bit more from you. I'm like, cool, like fair enough. Like, but what do you mean? Tell me what you mean. What do you mean a bit more? Like elaborate, because you're saying a bit more, a bit more what? You must no, I just need a bit more from you. I'm like, yeah, but but what do you mean a bit more? You must have just need a bit more from you. Man kept I'm like now I'm vexed because he stopped my me preparing for the game, but now he can't even give me an answer. I need a bit more. But I'm saying like, yeah, but what do you mean a bit more? He's like, you know what I mean. I need a bit more from you. So when I'm now I'm vexed. Like, what's this? This this my face. Like, what are you talking about? Some kind of what's going on? So we play the game. We get beat. Um, and I was, I, I was I remember being uh home. I was going. You know what? I don't know if I'm. I might phone him up. And say I don't think this is gonna work. Like I don't know if this is gonna work. So. Okay, so then he, I remember he, he phoned me and he phoned me um, that day. He phoned me saying, Oh, dudes, it's it's Gary. How are you doing, Gary? Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's going to work anymore. I, just, I think we're going to release you. I said, Okay, cool. I didn't like go, Why not? I said, Okay, cool, no worries. And I'd left it like that. I thought, That's not a problem for me. It's like, Fine, you want to go a different way, doesn't really bother me. 
But then the, the thing that got me is that he was <laughs> a, a week or two later, someone saying, look, look at this and sent me a link. He's in the, the, the Hendon News saying, to be fair, you know, we've got much better quality than what he has. Um, bit disappointing what he... And just started gunning me. I'm like, oh, what a piece of disrespect. I'm like, and I knew the assistant and knew him. I'm saying, is he serious? Like, like you know, there's a little bit of, I, I didn't have to say to him, like, keep, because he didn't have to say to me, I'm not going to go and hammer him, even though he's, but I thought, and from then I was like, this guy, man, I thought, yeah, it's, it's time. I thought, I'm not going to go searching. Like, I didn't not love, not love the game. I love competing. Sometimes you miss football. I miss the, the game day. I miss match day. I miss Friday night preparing, shaving my head, getting ready. I miss staring in the, in the, in the tunnel, staring at man thinking, you're going to get it today. I miss the competing. I miss that. The other stuff, well, don't get me wrong, I miss a bit of the running because the belly's kind of swelling up a little bit. So <laughs> I wouldn't mind missing the training. But the other stuff, no. So for me, it's like to hear getting rubbish from referees and little players. I'm going to keep going to them, where have you played? And, and, I, and that's not my thing. Like, so. That's and I just called it a day, and then just started my my post football journey. So that's really my my football journey. It went a bit longer than I thought I was going to go. But stories in that for anyone that was listening anyway. Uh, that was brilliant, man. No, that was brilliant. Listen, you know what? And you know, again, every single moment, I literally imagine myself in that situation. So you know, again and again, this is a football show. Uh, so um, honestly, Michael, thank you. You know for for like really kind of going like deep, deep into your journey. Yeah, listen, I, I, I was, I just, I could have, is, is listen, there's plenty of deep stories. There's plenty of, of, of thingy along the way. You know, I'm sure conversation will bring it out and I'm sure scenarios we've all been in some different, deeper, some different levels, but you know, the, 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 there's plenty of the, the, the journeys that, you know, I went on and, 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 and went through, you know, listen, all of our journeys shapes us football, you know, we take from life, take onto the pitch to help us deal with scenarios. And certainly my journey through football um, has shaped me now. My journey, my life education shaped me on the football pitch, um, for real. So, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, when I sit and speak certain certain things and scan through it, there's scenarios and situations. The Gary McCann one, you know, I don't even like mentioning his name because I'm not really into one to, to bad-mouthing people. I did a podcast um a while back and it was kind of light-hearted but deep and they asked a question and to be fair <coughs> not into bad math but i had to mention a certain manager just because how he treated me and i get that if we all had 20 names on the on a the, on the team sheet it might vary in other ways because we have preferences how we have players just maybe sometimes their mannerisms how they carry themselves you know what i mean like i don't like that and some like, but I get that. But my thing is, and sometimes there's not enough in football, is there? Honesty. People say, oh, just be honest with me. Some people don't like honesty, but there's not enough of honesty. And it, it amazes me that when a player says, all I ever wanted was honesty, but then when they become a manager, how how they change it, how they become like, like you think, oh, I'm going to tell you what you want to know. Like, yeah. I had a manager once tell me um, when I was at Wickham, um, he didn't play me. And then he said, I said, like, what's going on? Like, I'm not playing. And listen, I, I'm not, like, bragging, but I should have been playing in that team. Like, I don't care what I was, my age or whatever. I was the best defender in that team, one of the top players in that team. Man's telling me, I'm not playing your dude. You're too good for us. You can't. 
can't play it. So I'm saying, yeah, but the 92 other football league clubs looking at the team sheet don't think I'm too good for you, old fan. What kind of rubbish is that? You're too good for me, so you're, I can't play you. Uh, Making sense that I'm 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 gonna like sit there and go really okay then like and you know that them sort of stuff where honestly Sam to be fair I'm going a different way you're not in my plans so the best thing is to do is is for you to look another way and I said to him I said why don't you be honest you think I'm gonna go to the press or something like and start saying what you're telling here what stays in here stays in here stays in here but just be open no no it's not that it's not that and I was like you know what like that's why again there's I think there's Three managers in my football career that if I saw and the thing is that Gary McCann I went to watch my my friend's team at Hemel Hempstead he was managing the team I saw him and I saw him and he walked bottom thingy and you know when a man's looking man was looking at the cloud like you had a friend in the cloud like you know like, <laughs> should I, should I, and I'm not I'm not that way but you know like there's there's we all have a little streak in us in should I bat him up like wait like or say something oh, nah man he's not on my radar like leave him and like just sitting there, and I just I just looked up all, and like yeah. So there's there's about three managers that on my in my time that I don't I don't usually just I don't like speak of them, giving that airtime. It's just like the conversation come up. Yeah, he wasn't good. That's the reason why he might go and say, "Oh, I was this, I was that." But in my time there, I was coming in wherever man was um, having their cutting their socks. I was coming in with socks and go, "Here you go, boys." You know, you couldn't wear the, at the time they banned wearing the white ones. You have to wear the same colours. I'd be at home and I'd dye like a bunch, 20 socks and bring them in and like take my time. Here go. I was all for the team. Like I was embracing myself. Didn't think I was better than anyone about we need to do more. I should have told him about it. Coach Barry, I'd love to get your question or, or comment. No, um, my main thing sounds like Michael had his, his most problems when he was going lower down in divisions. That's when he had his main... Sounds like most of your problems came when he was going down lower in divisions with managers and coaches like that. Yeah, I think that's what he was. I think sometimes... You think he was intimidated by you and what you had done? I think there was in all of them. I didn't know how to Yeah, I, I think that they... Because I was getting older, yeah. I'm looking at a coaching role. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's my job. And yeah. I made it clear to enough of them. I'm, I'm not going to coaching. I'm not doing no coaching. I was vocal on the pitch. I help you on the pitch, and I'll be. That was my thing. I'll be yeah. your eyes on the pitch. I was going to coaching, but it's easy to be um, intimidated. That. But uh, when when I was at Leeds and I had Kevin Blackwell as a manager, he was just like he was just he was just like just bitter about everything. I think because his career didn't go the way he wanted to. He yeah. Saw, he he was in football, but then saw the stereo. Footballers, young, money, uh, and looked at it that way. Like, when I was at Leeds, no one was onto that. We had players that didn't care about people earning money. The only thing was about winning. It wasn't about money, it was about winning, and everyone was about winning. So when he took that approach, when he first came in under with uh who did he come, Peter Reed, like he was just like Ugh. Yeah, he was just he was just like an idiot. And that's I'm just being polite, I don't really want to swear up the dance. But he was just like uh, an idiot. But yeah, I think I think that I think a lot of senior players have it that when they get older, they become a threat because people are thinking, oh, you're trying to get a coaching role or my job. Um, but yeah, I mean, football is, is is full of it. Like there's there's, there's problems. There's it's I can handle not playing and being dropped and and having someone play ahead of me at times when I should have played and I didn't. Cool, that's the manager's choice. Um, 
And I don't want to disrespect players by saying I shouldn't play ahead of him because that's you know we're all in the same boat. But there's times when I should have played or I didn't. But there's it's just the mannerism how people speak to you. Mike, you think they've been bracing your your knowledge, your experience. Look at your career. Look at that. They should be embracing that and drawing all they can from you. You've had yeah. such a glittering career. Look at your your charisma, your personality. You could turn the whole club around. Why but, do you think you using that? I feel, especially was at Hendon, I thought I was yeah. coming to help, and I and, I, and I, I'm always thinking like, you know, again, like you go to scenario, coming in like, I'll give the best example I, I can think of is when QPR signed Rio, they thought yeah. they're going to sort out our whole problems, and Rio couldn't sort out the QPR defensive problems him on his own. They needed more pieces around him. Yeah, you know, and like Liverpool signed Van Dijk. But the pieces were in place. They just needed that final gem to go bang and light up the place. So exactly. Yeah. So when they signed me, I'm thinking, are you expecting me now to have clean sheet after clean sheet? When I'm saying to this man, yeah, don't go in here, and he wants to run up there, expose the space, <laughs> and throw. <laughs> That's not me. You know I mean, if there's a mistake by me, there's ones where a man's going, oh, you should have done this, should have done that. And obviously, in that the level, like you don't have the to watch the thing. Of then, that's not the case. That wasn't that. Yeah, he should have done this. And sometimes, even his coaching, when I was doing, co- we played with one game. We played Dulwich Hamlet, Gavin Rose's team, and they like they can pass. They pop. Yeah, they play. They can play. They can pass. They can play. Yeah. They were popping us all over the place. And then that was like that's, that's, the, the, the instructions going, go in there, go in there. I'm saying, what are you rushing them for? That's what they want. But like, at least start sitting and let them break us down. Some different instructions. So it was, I just think people get intimidated from uh, the presence. Um, even though I signpost it, I'm not looking for no one's job. I don't want that. I don't want this job. I don't want to be going to coaching. That's not my mm-hmm. thing. Um, but yeah, my thing is, 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 is you know, uh, just how people talk. And some of the managers didn't talk very well to me. And it, it just didn't, um, we just didn't click. Yeah, um, Nana would love to get your question or comment. Thanks, thank, thanks, Therese, and uh, thank you, Dupes, for you know your insightful journey. Um, just a, a few things. Just want to clear, clear up a few things. So, Therese saying we are, you and him are cut from the same cloth. I just want viewers <laughs> to know. That the only thing comparable for the two of you is the shape of your head. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have been through. <laughs> you have you have been an inter- English international. You you I mean you have an illustrious career, winning cups, um, you know, on a massive level, and he gets beating 9-1 as a captain of the team, the same ball going over the top and beating him nine times. So I don't want him to be saying that on 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 on, on air. Mike, hold it, Nana, Mike. Yeah. Nana and Tabrice are center halves. Oh, so okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um... Uh, let me let me before you go on. Let me ask you as centre halves. If 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 I was an alien and I only knew Premier League players, what centre half would you say you play like? Both of you, Nana. Who? What centre half would you say your game resembles? And and Tobris the same. 
Tobris. No, hold on. Don't ask me for me. Don't ask me No, 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 no. Let me answer the question. No, no, no. Tobris, I'll say titles Brambo. No, wait. Hold on. No, no, wait. We're not. I am. All right. Let me answer my question. Yeah. Me. Um, I'm a ball playing center half. Um, <laughs> I'm good with the ball at my feet. So yeah. I'll say, but like, and I love to tackle as well. So I'll say a mixture between Rio Ferdinand and Vidic. They're both a, a cocktail of Rio and, and Vidic, uh, yeah? You know yeah, what, man. Michael, okay. yeah. <clears throat> you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't shake out of a challenge. Yeah. You know, I go all in and I can play ball. So, okay, yes. Okay. 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 You know, um, uh, um, I would say Saul Campbell. Um, like strong in the air, strong in the tackle, quick. Um, yeah, and so, you know, and you know, one hundred. So okay, so Nana, Nana, and I used to play for like the same team. Um, Nana is a you know definitely a ball playing centre back. I am quicker and more mobile than him. Um. But you know, again, like Nana's got like a lot of qualities, one hundred percent. But you know, literally, I would say Saul Campbell. You know, I, I, I can only got con- converted as a centre back when I was about 25, 26. So you know, I, I kind of know how to play in numerous positions. I can, all, I can also play in centre mid, just like Marcel Desai as well. Um, so. Okay, I just wanted to get a vision of like, you know, how you both are playing. You know, I, I, you know. Okay, I'll get. I'll, I'll got it now. I'll got it now. I'll got it now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you know. Moving on. Um, I get my uh thing that I picked up from your conversation was, um, you know, some of the issues that you had with your management, and um, one thing I do agree with you that is communication is key. You know, um, there always needs to be good communication between management and players so that, you know, you're you're both on the same wavelength. And that makes for a good squad. You know, that makes for good players wanting to play for for management, players wanting to add their qualities to the team. So, uh, you know, I really, really get that, you know, what you're saying. Um, I also wanted to just commend you on... You know, being a black man, having achieved as much as you can, you, you've you've done in the league. Um, I know you're doing some things. You know, made leaders. You know, on the side, and I'd want you to shed some light onto that. You know, so that the viewers can, um, you know, see what you're doing after football. Yeah, we we need a lot of good black role models. Um, you know, on air speaking and. Getting getting these kids off the streets because what, what is happening right now is just yeah. Listen, I, th- I think you know, like we say on air, I think there's a lot of someone asked me the other day um, about black players and 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 doing more with uh, players, and and I think that a lot of black players they give back to where they come from, and not everyone does it for um, prestige or notoriety or for press they just do it and they give back and i think a lot of it get, gets undone i think that the, the 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 thing is is where the the problems that we see are aired out so much that the problem is is bigger we all know that listen we'd like to see more positive um press on young black people but we do like the most like i, had a, I was doing a, a talk the other day and 
we have the most positive, like, black, young man, forget colour, young man, the country's seen ages, in Marcus Rashford. Like, whatever anyone says, like, the, the biggest, like, bravest young man that we have in ages in Marcus Rashford, a young black player, and he should get more than what he, he what he's done for. And he's taking it, like, not only helping my community, I'm helping people in general. Don't matter what colour you are, I'm helping a cause. You know, you know, Raheem Sterling, like, how he speaks out and how he speaks. We have all these, like, massive um, role models that we have that are not really celebrated as they should do, but we have them. And I think that a lot of players give back in their... They're, where they come from and a lot of them are doing in their own area whether they're going back and helping their own football club their own schools they're doing stuff and and helping communities and not just specifying saying black but helping communities and they're, they're saying okay i'm doing them all but i just i just don't think it's aired and not everyone does it for the the press they just go and do it and just go and give back and i think that's that's a good thing but we have the most i think for me the most set up like for me like uh, Mark Rashford, 21, 22, hero of mine, like in my lifetime, hero of mine to go and do that and then put himself there and put himself out there like a massive hero. You know, um, Raheem Sterling to speak out, like using their platform on a positive because we look back, my generation and maybe before, would they have put it all at risk to voice their opinion? Because you're always told not to as a player. No, don't say it's too much. Don't say that. And it's not really well, well received but using the platform, I've got 4 million followers, then they're going to go and speak to 4 million people and say, this is what it is, regardless of what the backlash is. I'm going to speak my truth. And I think that's a, a, a massive positive, um, what they're doing. And, you know, it is good. And just, just I believe that there's a lot more players that give back, that don't always sit on a podcast or don't always use social media. Just go and, you know what, I'm now running a business. I'm going to go and give couple of thousand pound to this and hopefully that helps ignite or well, i'm going to go and sponsor this one and um you know if it was, i think if it was um aired out a bit more we go wrong oh, that's more than what we thought i just think people just do a lot more we just don't really see it and i think that the 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 press or what we see is isn't always positive uh you know and you know sometimes we're thinking people to use their platform a little bit more some people use it in a positive some don't some people think they're not doing enough but you know, if everyone does a little bit, um, I think we're we'll be all right. And I think you know the the main thing is that we have all these young players that are heroes to white, black, whatever the nationality is. People look at them as heroes, and I think you know not just in our own communities of black communities that they're looked and seen as heroes to stand up for what's right and what's wrong. So um, yeah, I think that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, so so uh, Michael. So um again. Yeah, you know, um, you know, I'll I'll kind of, you know, talk about this because literally it kind of affected me growing up in Leeds at that, you know, at kind of you know present time. And literally now, I'd say we we kind of talk about um mental and physical health now, but you know, kind of growing growing up in Leeds, and you know, again, you you kind of briefly you know talked about like in terms of the kind of court case. It was it you know it was very high profile and. And like my kind of own experiences with it, with the team that I was playing for at the time, of course, it was kind of, it was a kind of, um, it was a drip down effect. And, you know, of course, leads were kind of tarnished with, with kind of 
like a lot of bad like press and like we had scouts, we had coaches there with players as well that really didn't know what was going on. And you know, you've kind of spoken open, you know, openly about certain things that happened and literally how it kind of made you feel. In terms of your kind of mental and physical well like being, in terms of the opposition fans, um, how did how did how did you cope with that stress and literally could you switch everything off and literally go home and literally live a normal life? I don't know what a normal life is when kind of something like that is happening. But again, we we kind of talk about mental and physical health. I mean, how how like were you feeling at that? You know, um, it, was, it was it was it was tough. You know, I, I'd, I'd say this is like like you know we luckily that mental health mental health is is, is brought up. But back when you're growing up, you just had to be you know told to toughen up, and you you didn't know about de- depression. You're just sad. Do you know what I mean, you're, you're sad. Come on. You know, anxiety, it's just nerves. Come on, you're all right. So there wasn't enough knowledge. You just told them two words. You're sad, like, come on, or you're nervous. It's not anxiety. You know, you know, you just, you know, and the whole thing of man up. So when I when I went to court and it was a tough thing because, you know, in court, Woody was my best mate. You know, I've made some great friends at Leeds. And it was like, you know, just it was just a, a, a really, really tough case. Um, there was one bit where I wasn't allowed to speak to anyone because I was still on the stand. So I had to say whole week and won't know speak to no one. So when the court case was dealt with and finished, um, going to every stadium, being called grass, you know, at school, like, so what, like you're grass, not grass. It's like, man, we want to fight. I'm not grass. We're coming grass. Like you're called a grass. The the You go to away stadiums and the away, the home fans are singing it. And infractions of your own fans. So when you're going to warm up, the whole stadium is when you're going to warm up, you're called a grass, touch the ball, you're grass. It was tough. Like it was, it was tough. Could I block it out? I could block it out, but you, you heard it. Could I concentrate? I had to. Going home, I was getting death threats from every football fraction there was, sending me death threats to the club. And I had a, a police alarm. So by my bed, I had a button, press it if you feel not safe um and i didn't live it live in a gated thing i lived in a community in rothwell in needs and that was like you know ever knew where i lived um you know you can come to my door and you know hello i mean i didn't know there was no ring doorbells then was there there was like no it's <laughs> in your mobile phone going no nah, i'm not home but do you know what i mean so it was just exposed so yeah i was just sitting there did i get through it yeah like most things in it i had to and i and, and my thing was I didn't want all of that to stop me doing what I want to do. I didn't want them to, to stop me doing what I want to do. So I got through it. Um, so there was no me looking at my mental health because all you knew then was sadness, isn't it? Like sad, get through it. I like, got this. So you just, you just, you just train to, as, as a, as a footballer, you know, from say 13, you get into that football world. You're just trained that the one thing you, you, you do is being able to focus and, and block out the noise, block it all out, concentrate on what you're doing, block it all out, fancy, you block it all out. And that's what you're trained to do. It's like, it's like you, you train to just block out noise. Some are better than others. And it's only when people retire, they talk about how stressful it is, how bad it is. Not too many players back then spoke about it in the middle of it. And so only now we're getting top athletes saying, well, I need to look after me. But it's because there's been a, like a safe environment and safe thing. But back then, you just got through it. The football dressing room was a bit ruthless. 
you know, what well, you can't, what well, you can't have a bit of banter, you know, the the the, the sort of the, the word banter, which just sometimes is just a smokescreen for bullying, or I'm just going to take the piss out of you and and say it's banter if you start crying. Oh, banter, come on now. So there's a lot, but for me personally, yeah, I got for it because I wasn't going to let no one um, take away my focus and what I wanted to do. And at the same time, it's like, yeah, I had to get through it and I wanted to get through it. Was it tough? Yeah. But I'll tell you one thing I always say to people is whatever my decision I made, and it was difficult having to speak out um, against a friend of mine, a um, good friend of mine. Um, but I had my family and close friends, small circle, that said to me, what you did was right. So whatever I... 30,000 people said it didn't really matter to me because mm. those said to me what you did was right. If they'd have said to me, you know, if I went the other way and then not said anything, remember, um, not saying anything or telling the truth when they got to might have put me in prison for 18 months. And that was just, my part was just not telling the truth at the beginning and then not to tell the truth again, 18 months. I'd have been like family's stupid. So what, just so I, I wouldn't have got called anything. I'd have been to a football stadium they'd have called me another name and would have made some song about prison or something else. So it, that, that bit didn't bother me because as long as the, my family and my close friends said to you, you know what, what you did was right. And I walked down the street of Leeds and sometimes a little bit apprehensive because you're thinking, from all the letter, you're thinking of someone going to say something. Most people go, you know what, I'll just say something. And you're thinking, yeah, now what you did was right, man. Like, hold your head up high. Thank you. So I say this, 90, 90% of Leeds fans are like, what you did was right. Like, don't ever, like, be embarrassed. Thank you. Like, uh, don't worry about that. The, the other 10% will be your social media, the keyboards that might say something, oh, if you you grass, and, like, they don't know anything, and all that sort of stuff. So as long as I had the backing of it got me through it, was it tough? Yeah. When you're getting death threats and, you know, like, that was a first. Like, death threats? Like, bloody hell. Do you, know I mean? like, you get death threats at school, I'm going to kill you. Like, you're killing anyone. Like, do you know what I mean? You can't even beat up him. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? So it's that's, but this was like real. So, and it was all football firms and so you going away games. It wasn't nice if I went to a away game and I was on the bench. Sometimes I say to the physio, don't tell me to warm up. I warm up when I want to warm up. Yeah. I say, listen, don't tell me to warm up. I'll warm up when I need to warm up. Like, going out there when you every 10 minutes and I'm getting booze. <laughs> no, I'll tell you when I'm going out there. Like, going out there every two minutes. Ooh. The worst one was, I'd say the worst one I went to was, I think it was Cardiff. Cardiff. And it was like relentless. And I had the whole stadium singing in sync, like, like about grass. It was, it was, it was horrible. In the end, I said, I'm not going out there. If I'm, if I'm going on, I'll stand here, warm up and I'm going on. I'm not going out there. Not that I was frightened, but again, just to abuse it, like get abuse from them. Not doing that. So, um, yeah, it was tough. But, I, I, I pride myself on being resilient, determined, like that, you know. So it was, it was, it was, it was tough, but yeah, I got through it. So Mike, Mike, didn't the club give you any sort of support? Yeah, I mean, they're the ones that helped. We put the, the we had at least we had um, club security. Yeah, they linked with the police, lazy with the police, and put the the um, the, the security in the house. Um, but that. You know, that was it. There was wasn't much more. There wasn't much. There wasn't no like. like I think we, we look at the end lens the, through the lens now with all the mental health and what 
everyone's doing yeah, now. I mean. Yeah. But then, but then nothing back then. No, it's like you know there wasn't no talk about mental health. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm no. all right. But we know that that question needs to go a little bit deeper in, into in, yeah. in what. But I'm all right. And the worst, the worst thing through the time was I was injured, so I didn't even have football as my escapism. I was, no. I was rehabbing, which was worse. So yeah. I remember Bo, Bo used it and was excelling. Woody didn't excel through the time, so people deal with stress different ways, isn't it? You know, like that yeah. story, like you know, you put the three elements in hot water: the potato, the egg, and the, the coffee, and how people just uh, react differently. And yeah. Bo just excelled. Where Woody didn't excel too much, you know, it, it obviously stressed him more. Um, and I was injured; I didn't even have an escapism, so I was just like rehabbing, which is just like depressing. So I've had my football taken away, and I've got to deal with all this sort of stuff. So the club didn't do too much, but I don't think no one knew how to deal with it. Like, it was it was all new. It was like massive court case that just exploded, and everyone's like, "Right." Oh. So I don't think no one knew. We just had security. A number like that they come and you know away games we had we had always had security with us anyway, but yeah I don't think no one knew what to do. Mm. Uh, thank you, Michael. And you know I'm very conscious of of the time. You've literally been with us an extra fifty minutes, so thank you so much. But before you go, um, so your kind of next chapter in your journey now. Um, and again, this is this is kind of something I'm really kind of uh, excited about. And literally I see like the background banner. Um, could you kind of uh, briefly talk? Um, yeah, so about your I'll do a brief. Um, Made Leaders is my own company. Like When I retired, um, I qualified as an executive coach. So now I can go into your Barclays, your HSBC, and talk to the, the top CEOs and give them help on setting goals, bettering themselves, you know, people say life coaches but i'm executive coach so i help them setting goals and setting goals is one of the things that people undervalue as as sports people we set a goal you know beginning of year clean sheets before a game two goals so i uh, you know i design I, I set up my company you know leaders are made not born i believe so i believe it's, it's it's a set of hard work we all have attributes but we all know you know talent plays a small part um, you know, have to work hard. There's so many different elements you have to do to to become elite. Um, now I specialise in elite performance. So my thing is speaking to people, whatever the professional industry, and getting them to be the elite of their professional industry, becoming elite performers. Because it, obviously it's something that I know well. You know, the mindset. I know how to get it. I know how to do what, how to program. So that's what I, I do now. And also, I just set up a community interest company um called uh made leaders next generation and that's just geared towards young people helping young people and that's really to to go into companies that want to give and fund programs to young people that help them become the best version themselves help kids that maybe be environments that might not have the opportunity to excel have the same opportunity as someone in better environments so i'm just here i have made leaders where i'll go and speak to the top brands and businesses and help individuals and teams through whatever they want to do. Someone says, oh, we want you to come in and talk about leadership. And all I, all I speak from is experience of football, how uh, me being with Reading will let me understand what makes a good team and a bad team because the same squad of 20 players got eighth in the league and the same next season got relegated. And why is that? what makes a good team and a bad team and using the same so I only use football 
as my barrier because sports and business are so interlinked. Do you know what I mean? Pressure, you know, small margins, change. So I only speak from that. And it's a different perspective. I'm in a competitive world where people go to uni and study and people come from the HR background. But I just use what I know. And it's a different um, mindset, but it's a successful one. You know, you're in the, I say to them, if you're in the top 0.01% of your professional industry, what would that look like? Do you know what I mean? So because that's what I'm giving you. That's what I'm going to give you. The mindset of someone that's in the top 0.01%. And if they're in the top 0.01% of their profession, sometimes it's a CEO or the managing director. It's the top, top. So if they really want to improve themselves, you know, they're and they're interested, you know, they listen. So that's what I do next. Made leaders. Um, yeah, so I'm always looking out to, to help people, to... You know, next generation to help youngsters, help them better themselves. Work with a couple of um, academies as well, giving little talks to them. Um, always looking to help and give back. So, you know, that's what Made Leaders is about. Well, amazing, amazing. That is amazing. brilliant. Man. No, Michael. That, um, that youth company, that's a charity, isn't it, Mike? Yeah, so yes, it's a non-profit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. interest uh, company. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I'm looking to get, you no, know, some companies have the funding and they want to help. And just working with that and just getting just trying to get access to to help young kids like and, and you know programs and speaking and and there's yeah. so many ones like so that's 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 why that was set up um to help yeah. get into there help the youngsters and 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 and, and just help them have the opportunity um just, just be have the best chance to be the best they can be and that's all we're trying to do, do you know what i mean and there might be someone in there that might be an actor, a musician, or CEO. You know what I mean? So that's what um, I'm trying to do. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Michael Jubri, honestly, thank you so much for um, for spending an hour with with us uh, talking about your journey. And, uh, Not a problem. Our- I, I just want, I, before you go, I just want to say, Nana, you're only wearing that shirt because you've got the one all draw. Because <laughs> uh, you nearly got felt up today. I just want to Bruh. say, <laughs> you, you don't even know. Like, win, lose, or draw, them two, they you know. You want that show, yeah? Them two, they know. It's it's United for life. Yeah? No, man. You know how yeah. baby, you know I just start now. You know, them Chelsea and City, and you know, you know I just start to win something. So you're feeling pompous, isn't it? When the Liverpool men talk, yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can appreciate that. You know, I can, I can understand. Yeah, you're, you're going to be like Blackpool. You know them clubs that used to win stuff ages ago, still go on like. like <laughs> you're going to be like that <laughs> soon. You're not winning enough. Like, you're not gonna gonna and the only I just, I just say before we uh, listen, you only. Why do you sport? You're from North London. Who do you sport? I'm I'm a Chelsea man. Okay. I, I, the reason I, I'm North London, the reason I'm I'm Chelsea is because. Growing up, my dad didn't have the football thing. So even though I was around the corner from Spurs, yeah. I was like, oh, I had a team. So when I went Chelsea, that became oh, my team. Yeah, that became the team. But Man United only bought, yeah. only bought Ronaldo because he got sucked into the City rumour. You go, you panic. Oh, we buy him, we buy him. You don't need, you didn't need Ronaldo. <laughs> Listen, you believe, you, you Ronaldo, believe you, Ronaldo can turn a game around on his I, head. I believe, yes, right. he can. And he's a star exactly. man. But the only reason you got him is because you got sucked into the, the Man City rumours and you panicked. Was, and you're never yeah. going to go City, even if yes, he's not getting You didn't need to buy him. You didn't need listen, to buy him. But, listen, he's good for the squad. Listen, he's good He's good for the squad and he's good, but same, the same way, listen, he, the, the players will learn off him. But there's a part 
where he's still blocking. He's blocking like he's blocking a few coming through. He is, he is, he is. But hey, you know what? For you good. though, like huh? Chelsea number one, Chelsea yeah. number one for over over the last ten years, they've used foreign players over and over and over again to get where they are. So that that's football for you. People want to win and they want to win now. Yeah. Ronaldo, I, I believe any team in the world right now would love to have Ronaldo in the starting lineup. Because no, 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 no. I don't think any team would have took him because it, it doesn't fit. I don't think yeah, any team would have took on. him. That's Cristiano you know, Ronaldo, man. It's Cristiano CR7. You know what, Michael? You know what? You've literally just summed it up. You know, Ronaldo doesn't fit just like how that Man United top fits like a vest. On, um, on yeah, look at the picture on the side. Yeah. This is Hide this on the side. Michael, no, listen, honestly, next time honestly, I come on, next time I come on, we'll have a football debate. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael, honestly, thank you. Thank you, know, thank you so much. And yeah, I will kind of literally definitely uh, be like touching the cover the next couple of weeks. And again, wishing you and your family uh, a happy yes. Christmas. Yes, we'll see each other soon anyway, for sure. We'll have a little, um, we'll have a little sign. Listen, next time get Dina one. Brian Dean, get me on as well. <laughs> any, any, any other ones like, do you know what I mean? We'll have a little, um, a Christmas little thing anyway. So, yeah. 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 We'll have a little sound. Right. Listen, gentlemen, been a pleasure, man. Uh, stay with us and we'll speak soon. Yeah. Right. Yes. 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 Thank you very much. Cheers. He was brilliant. Brilliant. What a legend. Really good, man. What a legend. What a legend. What a legend. And again, um, thank you to Michael Jubilee, yeah, spending an hour and a bit. Um, so yeah, so like the next segment up, and again, Nana, thank you again for, for like coming on. Um, sorry, I have to take you off because again, this is going to be another segment. And again, Nana, thank you again. Um, representing Catford, you're representing another happy uh, belated birthday, man, and happy belated birthday. You know, Bless yeah, I don't know. I that, and you got the win on your birthday. And you got the win. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a good day. It's a good day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Nana, thank you. Thank you so much. And, yeah, um, yeah, I will, like, speak to you soon. No worries, bro. Cheers. What's up, guys? All right. So, um, again, thank you to everyone that's been tuning in. Um, I said from, from the beginning this is going to be a marathon show, and I think we're only halfway in it. <laughs> And then like we're like two, we are two we are two hours deep. So um all right, let me kind of uh so let's see this is gonna be like the next the next segment. Please like, subscribe, share. I'm kind of looking at looking you know, I don't normally do this, but you know, I'm like looking to actually do this. Click that like button. I'm kind of looking at you know at least 10 to 20 likes. So you know, as you're watching it, please just click that thumbs up button. It kind of helps me out. It, it, it like it helps the algorithm and of course, like, you know, I want this content to kind of go out to as many people as possible. So just go and click that like button. I'm kind of looking at 10 to 20s. That is very, very, very low. Cause again, you know, this is like the first time that I'm kind of saying this, but again, please go and click, you know, click that like button, sub subscribe to the channel. Okay. Well, now we move on. So, um, I want to introduce Ray, who's the manager of Independent, onto the show. Um, how you doing, sir? Oh, we. Ray, we you. Ray, can't you? Yeah, sir. I'm good. Let me just start by good evening, everyone. Let me just caveat. 
I'm on a train at the moment, so I may be coming in and out, in and out. But I didn't want to kind of cancel as it's been said a few times. So okay. I thought I'd come on regardless. The reception's not not the greatest. I think it's frozen. Yeah, if I do go, I'll be back. Good evening, T. Good evening, B. Good evening. I think you're frozen again. Hello? Yeah. You are kind of literally coming in and out, in and out. Um, yeah, he's on the train, that's right. He's on the train. Yeah, yeah he's on the train. But, um, you know, Ray, I mean, um, let's go straight, straight into it. Um, and like, mm -hmm. we will literally catch as much as we possibly can. Um, mm -hmm. The charcoal independent game. Um, we were supposed to play charcoal yesterday, uh, but it was postponed. Um, let me not yep. talk, um, talk too much. Um, Ray, uh, the floor's all yours. Well, the first, well, the first thing I'd say, um, I'm amazed how much interest there is in the game. Um, and I'm quite humbled by the way that people are interested in it. I want to see it. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, one of our players had COVID and he had been at training and mingling within the group. And as far as I was concerned, I felt it would be... Responsible for me not to tell the organizers that that happened, and under normal rules. Hello. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Can hear you. Oh, has he gone? Yep, I think it's frozen. I think it's frozen. Um, again, again, this is this is kind of something that I think um, Ray Ray would want to talk about. So, so there's really nothing that myself. Um, ah. so, oh, you're back. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, um, sorry. Yeah, where did I get to? Where did you hear to? Um, you you got to when he said um, there was a player um, that um, that like had COVID um, and like you kind of told the league because. You yeah. didn't want to put anyone, in, so I told them anyone the, in danger. Yeah, I sent, I sent them a copy of the test, the test confirmation. Um, and I didn't want to put anyone at risk. Um, from the rumours I was hearing, there was going to be a lot of spectators there, obviously with families. And I thought it was irresponsible not to do so. As much as I wanted to play the game, we wanted to play the game. At the end of the day, health comes first. You don't take risks with that. And it is what it is. So if people want to use that as a source of humour, as a source of carrot sending out fake news i can't help that i can't help that i would have hoped for a little bit more maturity considering we're vets but i can't i, I can't legislate for what people do or say or what people want to follow i just think come the end of it we've all got families to go home to and that's the bigger picture so that's the reason why this game was cancelled Um, I just kind of want to that we've cancelled multiple games against these guys and it's not the case so we had a friendly at the beginning of the season arranged with them all arranged and confirmed and after the first interview where Black Cop kind of got under the skin of the charcoal manager he then withdrew them in the cup 
and then he cancelled the friendly. We were still up to play the friendly because friendly, so all part of preseason, and they cancelled that one. Then the cup game, as everyone in our league knows, you're only allowed to enter in two competitions. So we entered the London Cup and we entered the Beckenham Cup because when I spoke to the team, everyone was excited to go again and try and win it for a third time again and retain it. So we took the choice to enter into the Beckenham Cup and that meant we were withdrawn from the League Cup. So people keep saying we cancelled against them. No, the league said you can only enter into two cups, which to me is logical. It's funny how he's decided to go along with that narrative and he's come out of that same cup that he said he was he wanted to win, which he felt he felt the Beckenham Cup was too small for them because they were too good for it. But now all of a sudden that's their primary focus at the moment. So it's quite surprising that no one else has had the common sense to say, hold on a minute, you've jumped out of that cup to go into the a cup that you felt was beneath you and now you're chasing a div two side to play them. It doesn't it doesn't compute to me. But Again, I leave the I leave the sheep to follow the sheep. We do our own thing. Whereas the name says we're independent, we do what we want, and we we just keep going. Uh, and um, regarding, because um, again, you know, um, I had crazy amounts of DMs um, about um, independent bottling the game. Uh, certain it's not a conspiracy, but like you know, like it is what it is. And again, on the kind of social media, a lot of things were like put out there. Um, you know, what do you think about all of the stuff that was put out there on social media? Um, I kind of, I, I kind of don't pay too much attention to what social media says. I mean, really and truly, for me, social media should be something that we use to enhance our life and have fun with um it can be used as a business tool but that aside it's a bit of fun um when we're online to me i just look at it as a way to get the club out there um obviously it's my good friend barry's club so I, everything we do we try and be respectful and we try to enhance the name and promote the game that we all we all love um sometimes you get people who as i said i think are a bit irresponsible almost a bit childish and I think there's a time for banter there's a time for laughter and joke and there's a time to be serious and sensible and there's a time to show some respect at the end of the day I'm, I'm a firm believer in banter I enjoy it I love it on the side nobody sees me on the sideline they know I'm all up for it but it has to be based in truth if you're basing it in lies then to me it's just lies and that's the bit I don't like and the thing is what kind of got on my nerves a bit Throughout the whole process, I messaged James, sent him a message, sent him a copy of the proof. When I emailed the league, I included oh, hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry, hold on. So, so you, so like James has got the person's yeah, results as well? Yeah, he got it. He got it. So I sent it to him and showed him the proof because what I didn't want, because we had a conversation in the week and I thought it was a man-to-man conversation and we had a, a chat and yeah, I thought, you know what? I didn't want him to hear secondhand or I didn't want it to seem like I didn't want him to not get the full story. So I included him in the, in the text message. I included him to my email to the league, to which he never responded at the time. And 
I just wanted to keep him in the loop. And then I go on social media and see all this nonsense that we've bottled the game, we don't want to play them, and blah, blah, blah. Then, so who's, uh, Ray, who's that from? On charcoal social media? Yeah, they're on charcoal social media. So then he sent me a message saying, oh, it's all bad, I saw this. And I told him I'm kind of disappointed with it, but it is what it is. Anybody, okay. anybody who knows me knows I don't run away from anything. And my team don't. We've never run away from anything. And the bit that makes me laugh, the game has been postponed. We haven't... Oh, it's all right. No, sorry. Yeah. The game isn't... Can, it's not got rid of. We're still going to play them. We're still in the cup. And once we get a date, we'll play. So it's just... I suppose it's a narrative, really. It's just something that he, he wants to do. Maybe he's got time on his hands and he just wants to put that, that out there. But I think with Vets football and with all sorts of football, you don't try and, what's the word, tarnish someone's reputation for cheap humour. That's the thing. If you're going to banter with someone, you banter them. If they be, the thing is, when we play the game, if they beat us and they come online and say, yeah, we beat you, blah, 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 that's all banter. You, you enjoy that. You love it. You take the rough with the smooth. But what they've done, in a way, is almost tried to tarnish the name of our club. And that, I take that seriously. I don't take that as a joke. That's not fun. So maybe he didn't mean to do it. Maybe even I heard a comment from Dean earlier on, which I didn't really like, because Dean knows me and Dean knows our club. So for Dean to sit there and say, oh, are they, they've cancelled two games. Are they ever going to get the game on? It's kind of not... A, not what I really wanted to hear, but I'll put that down to a baby brain. He's just had a beautiful daughter, so maybe it's just baby brain why he's done that. Mm. So, oh, and congratulations to him. I did message him, but yeah, but I, it's things like that. It, it irks me. Mm. And then to to move on. Well, sorry, now you you carry on to be fun. No, I mean, I, I, again, like um, I it's I think um, I think if. Well, of course, like the league needed to know, and if Charcoal and James needed to know, and hey, you know what? I mean, I've I've like seen a lot of the stuff on social media. You know, um, I've been tagged in a lot. I've been DM'd a lot, uh, and and you know, I've and again, Ray, like you, like you, you like said to me when I kind of put out a pulse in terms of I want the Charcoal manager and the independent manager to actually come on. You just you know called me straight away, said, "Yep." I'm coming on and let's see. No. Uh, We've got nothing to hide, Tabrice. I've got nothing to hide. Uh, I, I found it a bit disappointing that he didn't come on the show, to be fair, because I'm a man, I don't like talking when someone's not there to defend themselves. I like them to be there so that they can, he can say what he said. If, he, if there's anything I've said which isn't true and accurate, he can then challenge it and it can be done here and then. So I was kind of. But Ray, did you really expect him to come on the show? Well, no, well, you know, actually, you know what, you know what, personally, I thought he was going to come on to the show because literally, I've kind of said on numerous occasions, this show is for everyone. Uh, mm. You know, it's, you know, it's kind of not. But to brief, you've, you've, you've invited them several times and never come on the show. The couple times you've invited them to come on the show, never come on the show. Well, I've heard, I can't I've force heard. people to. I can't the force anyone is, to actually come on. Yeah, but my original, my original, what I said originally was, did you expect him to come on? I, me, no. 
for me, and no. I get you, and I do hear you. But then, as I said, Barry, this to me isn't. It's it's a game that he obviously wants. It's a game that he's obviously looking forward to. I don't think so we I should buy. It. A, not, I don't think we should what? buy. It. After this, after this interview, I'm not, I'm not responding to none of the, the nonsense anymore. At the end of the day, I can only banter with people who can banter in a way that I see as fit and proper. And he's obviously not one of them. So I've just got to leave them to it. So they can post whatever they want to post. As far as I'm concerned, I look at it this way. Everyone who's been asked a question has always said, oh, they're Div 1, so they should beat Div 2 and blah, blah, blah. If you're the bigger team, if you're the ones who's the favourites, why are you worrying yourself with what a Div 2 team is doing? Why are you coming to our games and, and sending scouting reports and taking what getting videos and checking in and seeing what we're about? To me, if I'm in their shoes, I don't really worry about what a Div 2 team's doing. They can do what they want. I expect to beat them. That's why we haven't sent anyone to watch them. We've seen what they're about. We know what they're about. And on the day, I believe my team can beat any team in front of them, any Vets team. So I expect a very good game. I expect, I expect a game where it's going to be exciting. I hope it is a big crowd. This whole supposed atmosphere that we're going into, I can't wait. I really can't wait because I'll be honest with you. My team and me, we, we, we're in uncomfortable positions all the time, every day. When you go to buy a bottle of milk, you got you could be in an uncomfortable environment. So they can have 100, 500, 600, whatever the number. Only 11 can play. Only 11 can be on that pitch. So as long as their behaviour is proper and they're behind the lines supporting their team, I don't care. I'll smile at them. Crack on. It'll be a very good game. Sorry, um, I just want to kind of, because uh, I'm kind of looking down at, at the comments and I'm just trying to read them through and, and like, there's been conversations, but I mean, there's kind of one thing that I that I personally just 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 want to address. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to kind of pull it on screen because actually I'm not going to hide from it. Uh, Football man has said, uh, okay, I think he's talking about when James, um, um, why, why like James is not on the show. So Football Man has said, why should he come on the show? The show is independent, strong every week with, with him, Klopp, uh, talking rubbish, I think. Now uh, now you have three independent reps on the show, joke. So literally, I just want to kind of just go through like, the whole thing. So literally, when so when like, the show started, um, everyone like, knows that I play for independent. Like it's, you know, like, it's not a secret. It's kind of not a secret. Um, so literally, I, you know, literally, I want to say at this kind of present moment in time, it was Coach Barry, it was Ray, it was Paul, it was Jamal and Nana. Because, because like those guys looked at the show and said, you know what, we're going to help you form, form this show. I've always said from the get-go, I've said from the get-go, so whoever this football man is, if you've got my DMs, DM me. I've said this numerous occasions. This is an open platform. I've got a WhatsApp group with different people in that what that literally could come up that like actually could be part of the panel so this is not a closed independent show the reason why uh you said clop up i'm gonna say paul paul comes onto the show because he's because like he kind of wants to talk about bets football it either independent or like the teams and hey you know what love more hate him he's gonna be around like you know and like I don't force him onto the show. I don't force anyone onto the show. So, football man, whoever you are, 
hey, to like, breathe, to breathe, to breathe. No, we, no, we, we know what. Wait, no, wait, wait, one wait. second, one second. Why are you explaining yourself to someone no, 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 who is? That's what I was going to say. It's, it's, you know, okay, it's true. That's exactly what I was going to say. No, no, exactly yeah, it's, it's, yeah, but it's true. But again, you know, I think what it is now, as the show's getting bigger, of course, people are going to have their own opinions. And literally, they're going to see uh, an independent run show. I'm a... Yeah, but I'm, to you know, sorry to cut I'm you. The host. I'm the host. I'm worried. But sorry to cut you to Reese. Okay, go on, sorry. I'm conscious sorry. of the Wi-Fi. No, but you know the reason why I said I agree with Barry? You shouldn't defend, defend yourself. Look at the evidence. You've had... A variety of people come on the show. Every time another team comes on the show, you treat them with respect. You give them a platform to to put their views out. You give them a platform to say what they want to say about their club. And at the end of the day, you don't need to defend it. All you got to right, do is okay. watch the back catalogue. If they don't like it, don't come on the show. All right, okay, it's that cool. simple. Yeah, yeah, like, okay. The thing what gets then, me, the thing what Ray, gets me, Ray, when Jeff, wasn't sorry, issue, just, wasn't the issue before. What is this? It issue issue before, he's used your platform. He's used your platform before to get messages out there. He's quick to message you quietly, like on a DM, and get you to put things out on your show. So if you wanna, if you wanna utilize that on a DM side, have some guts and come on the show, speak up. And I and don't see why not. And and literally, I just wanna say as well, like I've had James on the show. I've literally interviewed James on um you know as in on you know on a kind of one to one basis and literally Ooh. it was a it was a good show so kind of literally whoever this person is and you, yeah you know what i think it kind of got me slightly triggered um mm, yeah kind of literally i shouldn't be explaining myself but it's the fact that someone can kind of come on and literally um talk talk like that without me like talking back i don't like you know you know it is to breeze it's it's internet trolls and that's that's the way i see it that's the part of social media that is a dark part. You're going to have someone sat down with the phone in their hand, typing, 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 and you just have to accept it. It is what it is. It's a part yeah, of life yeah. now. And the more you allow it, if we feed into it, the more it absorbs so much of our time. Like, I've spent how much time this week talking about this, talking about what's gone on. I mean, thankfully, no one's actually messaged me because most of the people that know me, no, it's nonsense. So they, don't, they wouldn't waste their time messaging me. I mean, I'd normally speak to Barry. We can Barry didn't message me to say, "Raw, what's happened?" Because he knows it's nonsense. He knows me. I ain't running from no team. So mm. what, what's the worst that can happen? You can lose a game of football. Mm. Uh, the best, the best thing that can happen is to get this game on and done. Yeah. Mm. that's the mm. best thing that can happen. And and again, you. Uh, I think you. You kind of spoke about it out of, I think it was one of your first statements, Ray, in terms of you can't believe there's so much interest um, like about Ooh. this game. Um, uh, but also as well, on the kind of flip side, this like must be good for the Beckenham Cup. This like must be good for the organisers of that as well. And that's the thing. Is- and sorry to cut you again, Tabrice, because just in case, the tra- while the train's stationary, I want to try and get everything I need to say before it goes. One thing I did, I was watching some of the old videos back, and I watched when he called it, he called the Beckenham Cup a pathetic cup. And I just want to go on, on record and say, I think that's one of the most disrespectful things I've heard in a long time. At the end of the day, the guy who organizes the cup, I don't always agree with him. And we had our little, a little spat um, last season in regards to where the cup final was going to be. Um, but, one thing you can't do is disrespect the work the guy does. He works hard. And 
a large percentage of the money that he gets in from this tournament goes to charity. So you can't come on the show, whether it be on an internet show or online, and call the man's work pathetic. I just find that to be disrespectful. I don't care who you are. Show some respect to what the guy's doing. I mean, even with me, when I was dealing with the COVID, this COVID business, he was responding to me at like midnight, one o'clock. So he's obviously doing a day's work and then doing this. That's not easy. So I think sometimes we get carried away. And I think maybe James will look back at that. I hope he looks back at that and actually feels a little bit embarrassed about saying that about the guy's competition. And I hope he's as quick to go on social media and apologise to him. Or maybe he's already done it privately. Maybe he's done it in a DM. I don't know. But I personally think he owes him an apology. He doesn't owe us an apology. But I think all the teams that go into that competition, whether it be lower league teams or Div 1 teams, they work hard. And they get some success on the day. They enjoy the day. Why would you belittle that? By calling it a pathetic cup. But then now you turn around and you're in the pathetic cup. You're in there. Were you in there for? Were you in there chasing us? Are we that important to you that you want to chase us? Each their own, I suppose. But I just found that comment to be disrespectful. You want to banter us? Fine. But leave him out of it. Let the man's competition have some kind of a respect. Mm. It's, a, it's a charity competition. I just think also, Ray and Tabriz, I think we've got to be careful and remember, let's not lower ourselves all the time down mm -hmm. let's remain how we've always been as a club professional yeah mm -hmm. we don't lower our child and our standards down there's mm -hmm. banter like you said before and then you can go beyond we don't step over that boundary we stay mm -hmm. within the boundaries which we've always done like i said the youth is their the youth record is second to none disciplinary that sort of stuff let's not lower ourselves it's a game of football we must all remember it's a game of football vets football mm -hmm. so let's remain professional let's keep our standards yeah let's yeah, remember yeah. to game football and keep our standards let's not get dragged into what we could because i can see certain people are getting dragged into it let's not get mm -hmm. dragged into it it's about winning a game of football the cup defending the cup and we move on that's not important our goal this season ain't charcoal yeah, well, we've, got bigger, we've got bigger goals in charcoal, so let's move on. I'm tired of all this charcoal, char I'm tired of it. Tired of it. Let's just move on. We know what our goal is for this season. Let's get to our goal. And let's make sure the players remember that as well. What we're trying 100%, to achieve. 100%. Yeah. Every season we set out to do well in the league. That's, that's yeah, goal. we know what our goal, goal is. Our main goal is we know what that is. We know what we want to do. And so let's stick with there. that. Let's not yeah, get distracted by it. Yeah. This is a distraction for me. It's too much of a distraction. Let's move on. Cool. Mm. Uh, and regarding well, moving to on... Fair, um... To be fair, about oh, one thing I will say... Yeah. Oh. Don't... Oh, it's paused. Oh, I think it's paused. I think it's what, what are you saying to Bruce? Um, I I just want to know when the when the uh re when the match is going to be rescheduled. Uh, oh, that's right. Like, you have to actually. Yeah, wait, that's wait, wait. I mean, have I mean, have let people would say the, the mindset every week. They're like, <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, your back, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I was saying the mindset of the squad is good. They're, they're focused. The, the whole primary focus is to get into Div 1. That's the focus. And the cups have always been what I call the cherry on top of the cake. It's the, the niceties, it's the nice thing to have. But our focus is every week picking up as many points as we can to get promoted in the right way. Because yeah. at the end of the day, our job is... I, I believe in the proper way of doing things in football. And you get promoted, you go up. So mm. when you hear people saying, no, oh, no, I'm not bothering with this, I'm not bothering with that, each to their own, each to their own. But I'm happy with the way we've done things. Mm. COVID took a, a, a year off our, our plan. But we're, we're in a good place. We're in a good place to, to go up the right way. So, yeah, we'll just take this game. Once it's played, whatever the result, we move on. Because it's, the, the aim is to get promotion and be playing teams yeah. like them every single week. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Simple as that. Okay. Uh, Sorry, one other thing. This... And as you said, Barry, it's true. You've got to keep our standards at a, at a certain level. Because one thing we to our team. So when we do go up, hopefully we'll get a few more people coming in and saying, look, I want to join in. I want to play. I like the way you do things. I like the way you've gone about your business. Hopefully we'll yeah. get a couple more. And we ultimately bring some exposure to the youth section. So that's the most important part of the club for me. Mm. Yeah, cool. Okay. Tabrice was going to ask something, right? Um, no, I mean, I was going to ask, yeah, but, but it's... But it's um, no point. I was um, literally going to ask if, a, you know, if a date has been rearranged. But, you know, I guess people will know or, or people will... No, not yet. When they do. I thought it would have been this weekend. I thought they have gone straight into the following I, weekend. Well, that's what I thought. I thought because Cup, Cup takes president over league games. So I thought it would be moved to next week. Um, mm. It hasn't as yet. It may still... I mean, they, I did see they changed... a. The referee for next week's game so it may be it may be i mean probably next week i'll probably send them an email and find out what kind of date they're thinking of mm. um and take it from there okay cool uh thank you rave uh for, for like, coming on to the show and um yeah My pleasure. No, uh, get home safe i respect rave man safe journey home with the family man No, thank you, thank you. And Tabriz, in, yep. invite me on some more, man. Since it hurt their feelings, I'm coming back on. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've been missing out. I've, I've had a break. I've had a refreshing break. And I'm ready to now start coming back and having my little my little salt bot moment. All right, okay. okay. Hey, like, but again, you know, um, I don't want to make this an independent show. Well, it's not. It's, it's Tabriz and Oh dear. Oh gosh. Okay, cool. I mean, again, as I've kind of said before to every single person, um, you know, this is an open book. You know, again, this is an open platform. So it is what it is. So yeah, honestly, yeah, you you are literally I I will actually send you the link to the show. So um whenever people want to come on, they can come on. It's as simple as that. Great stuff. Great stuff. Ray, um, thank you so much. And yeah, as I said before, please, please get home safe. Thank you, man. Thank you. All right. Bless, Ray. Be blessed, man. We'll talk.
Yeah, we took later. Okay. Wow, we've been on long time. How long have we been on the show today? Uh, it's gone on to t- well, this is we're like uh two hours 30, 30 37 minutes. Uh, oh. and um, I have one more guest, um, that's supposed to be coming on, but I don't know if they can. Uh, oh, okay, all right, okay. The person's just texted me now, sorry, um, and they want to come on next week, so oh. so yeah, so. The person in question that's probably watching, well, is blatantly watching, right, you know, r- right now. Yeah, one hundred percent. We, um, we will kind of get you on next week. Because um, again, yeah, we are kind of going on to three, three hours. Um, and again, yeah, you know what? Listen, I, I, when I talk, and uh, literally when I, and you know, I kind of definitely talk with, you know, with my heart on my sleeve. And you know, when I kind of look at stuff, in you know. Some like people think I'm very passive, or some like people think I don't really think or look at certain things. And you know, I'm very patient and you know, and like whatnot. But, but like when I can I get triggered or angry, then I, you know, you will like see it on my face, and you know, and that message, yeah, one hundred percent, you know, um, triggered me. And you know, you know, and again, I, I, I kind of say, I say this to to like everyone. And again, everyone's opinion on this show counts right or wrong however people look at it it is what it is um the you know like people that have my telephone number can call me my like dms are always open i will actually have a conversation but again please please don't come on to a show like this and start talking absolute nonsense i was literally gonna swear but you know let me just uh let me like relax myself um but no, I mean, uh, Coach Barry, how how did you enjoy the show today? No, it was a brilliant show, man. You had two great guests on today, man. Yeah. Sarn and um, Dubri, man. Fantastic yeah. guests, man. Yeah, no, thank really you. Really good. No, thank you. Thank you. Both, no. have, both got great energy. Really good yeah. energy about them. The you know what I mean? Their charisma, everything. Personalities. You can yeah. see they're going to still carry on doing much more they've got to offer. They've got loads to offer. Yeah. You have to get them back on the show. Most. Like Sard, I know Sard from Wales. You didn't know I knew where I did. I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know. I mean, you know, um, again, uh, you know, I've been kind of hit, you know, hearing about her for the past probably year and a bit, but I didn't yeah. actually physically meet her until last year when she was doing some presenting. And then, yeah. and like, and of course, when I started watching The Wall and she was part yeah. of the management team, I'm like... Oh, I saw her when she first started to get into coaching. And I said, yeah. this girl is good. She's going to go far. Oh, real, Very real, far. real. And look, yeah. she's going up and up and up. She'll continue to grow up. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Nana, welcome, welcome back. Yo, Nana. Yeah, man. For How... sure, man. For sure. Thank you, thank you very much. Um, so yes, we are kind of going on to three hours. So literally, let me just um, try and uh, tell like you guys the people that I've got on in the next couple of weeks. Um, just um, I'm just trying to sort a few things out. So I have um, Justin Prince, who who is the managing director and ma- uh, and marketing at um, uh, South Tampa. And, you know, he'll be kind of talking about the grassroots and the football scene in the States. Okay. Um, so, literally, that is going to be a very interesting conversation. And, like, you know, and again, it's just trying to work out 
times because because you know because I know that they are six or seven hours forward. So 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 literally that's kind of um, one thing that that I'll be working working out uh, also as well. Uh, I don't have that picture. Crap. You know you know I'm just gonna you know I'm just gonna put on the picture. Hold on. Wait there. Let me just add add um, add this picture now. Let me take take this one off and then i and then i have someone that i don't think you guys will actually know but someone called tom watts um he's a actor but um if you guys don't know tom, and then the guy who went to every football ground um i believe uh i don't he know went, yeah i think he went to every football ground oh really okay yeah. I didn't, oh i didn't actually know that but i mean um I don't know if people know that he he was part of the team that literally created or or kind of literally he was kind of part of the team that that was um part of the FIFA um career feature you know one of like the biggest features on FIFA the kind of career yeah. mode the, the player mode Tom was actually part of that so um literally Tom Tom's going to be on the show uh to, you know literally talking about how how that came, came about um, script writing for football journalists, etc. So actually, that is that going to be a very interesting chat. I've got John Salako coming onto the show. Um, I'm going to try and get him on before Christmas. Uh, again, you know, uh, Crystal Palace legend. Um, looking to get um, John on. Um, so that's going to be a very you know, interesting, you know, conversation. And also as well, um, I want to try and make it as relative as possible. Um, I'm actually talking to someone um, that literally runs a kind of financial, um, a, yeah, kind of like a kind of like a kind of financial agency for footballers from kind of grassroots to the elite. And um, I'm like looking for him to kind of come on to it to kind of literally give tips and advice in terms of how grassroots players, you know, um, you know. Uh, players who are, you know, e you know, even as young as 10, 11, 12 can actually save money uh, to kind of, you know, literally be a lot more financially secure when they're, when they're in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. And again, you know, you know, I want to make it like a lot more practical, more kind of practical tips um, to kind of help as many people as possible. Because yeah, like, you know, like it's kind of all that good. And again, I literally enjoy, you know, hearing like people's stories um and kind of talking about football but again you know um let's kind of make it as practical as possible let's let's kind of help as many people as possible so um i've got that kind of happening as well um and and yeah just uh just a lot more stuff um i am absolutely drained absolutely tired guys absolutely tired Great. oh um thank you guys for watching um yeah, uh, can I say it, it, it was a really good show? I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know how to put this politely, but the keyboard warriors just need to put up or shut up. Um, like this show has always been open to everybody who wants to speak up and contribute, so um, it's easier to hide behind the screens and just type in something. Um, if you have an opinion, just get on the show, just DM him and just get on the show. It's as simple as that, mm. you know. But most importantly, um, let's keep this about football, let's keep this 
I hope at, at the end of the day, football wins because this is what this is all about. And try and keep away from the the personal side of things because it gets ugly. And this is not what we want to portray for the kids out there. So let's keep it let's keep it nice. Let's let's keep the banter going. Brilliant. But let's let's take the personal st stuff out of it and let football prevail. Because uh, at the end of the day, that's what that's what it's all about. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And um, and Sean Paul has kind of come in and said, <coughs> to please, please talk about Division Three. <coughs> oh, you know what, Paul, Sean, who, whoever you are and what team you play for, come onto the show and let you talk about your team. Um, Aztec was were supposed to be on the show, but um, I'm not too sure why they did come on and Aztec are in Division Five, I believe. This is again, you know. Yes, I I kind of talk about um, the division one and the division two results. And again, I just want to say this as well as pure transparency. Um, you know, I can't do everything myself. Um, you know, someone like does a bit of research for me regarding a lot of the division one sides. And this person doesn't want to be mentioned, but again, like you know, thank you to this particular person. Like you know, again, like he he kind of breaks a lot of things down because again let's be honest like on a saturday i'm playing for independence so like how like do i know how you know i don't know how new park plays i don't know how glee plays so literally when i'm kind of making these suggestions about uh who um who's i'm gonna win and i'm you know yes i can kind of look at the league table and i can kind of look at stats but you know i get help as well so literally please do not so 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 literally please don't don't kind of get get suckered into to actually thinking I'm doing everything because again this like person that kind of helps me with the division one um you know information you know like I want to shout out this person but I can't but hey like it's cool I can't remember where you know yeah I don't know why I said that I don't know what my channel for is but yeah come onto the show come onto the show you're like you are a division three team come onto the show this show is for everyone Nana thank you again like Nana's been there from the get go Coach Barry's been there from the get-go. And, um, you know, and again, whoever said that comment about, you know, it's an independent show. Nana plays for Catford. So, literally, na you know, literally, Nana's representing Catford. Yeah, but so. our guests, to Briggs, we've got guests from every. We've everywhere. got guests from everywhere. Everywhere. Every division. All, all, everything to do with football, we've got guests coming on. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, I'm kind of easily triggered, just like Nana when he's hungry. So, uh, <laughs> 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 oh, guys, honestly, thank you, thank you so much for like watching. Um, next week's show again, same time, eight o'clock. Um, watch out on like social media. I'll literally put out who who's going to be on the show with like times and like whatnot. Please like and subscribe. Please click that like button because again, it kind of helps me. It kind of helps the show to kind of reach, um, uh, I'd say, like kind of wider audience. Uh, and and um, yeah, guys, thank you, thank you guys for like watching. Um, my name is Tabriz. I um, you know what, Nana? I, I don't know if you heard. I've kind of changed changed my intro now. Like I'm not the best grassroots footballer. You know, I'm I'm kind of in the mix of one of of, of one of the <laughs> whatever makes you sleep at night, mate. <laughs> thank you nana <laughs> guys 
Thank you guys for watching, and we will yeah. see you guys. Thank you, everyone. God bless. Nice one. Nice one. Bless up.